0: Hey everyone, welcome to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry, and this is our podcast where we give you a behind-the-scenes look as we create a comic book.
1: We're going to talk about TV, movies, comic books, and hopefully have a lot of guests, other writers, creators, and friends. Um,
0: Check us out at snarfcomics.com. You can check out our blog and follow along with everything we got going on. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snarf Comics, and please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes.
1: Enjoy the episode.
0: Back in the snarf hizzy, back in the saddle again. I, I As, just said snarf hizzy. I don't like the hizzles and for shizzles. I'm not
1: all about the hizzos. I'm
0: not a for shizzle kind of guy.
1: Hmm. Snoop Dogg is.
0: Is that who said that?
1: I think it's Snoop, one of those guys.
0: Shizzle and the.
1: It's like that time frame, like in that time frame of rap. You know, yeah. It came. It was a good time from that era.
0: It was a good time in rap.
1: If. Rap poor music. If there's only if there's one time that I can look back on fondly when it comes to rap music, it would be the 90s. Oh yeah, because early I, 90s. I don't like any rap ever, and I never really have. But like early 90s rap music, I look back on fondly. I like if I a, hear it again, like if I hear it, I'll be like, oh yeah, I remember that. I like I like a good rap, but I don't like any of the new stuff.
0: No, I don't like Gosh, any no. of this mumble rap.
1: Is that even? thing is that like really a thing
0: like i'm not a fan of bad barbie who bad barbie <laughs> i don't know who that B-H-A-B is b-h-a-b <laughs> barbie you know who that is no I've never it's heard that of this girl song. that was on dr phil that's a cash sa. oh yeah How about that
1: oh this the ba- literally
0: is some white trash girl that went on dr <laughs> phil said that became an internet meme yep and then became a rapper a mumble rapper and then Got is, popular enough that she was nominated for a freaking Grammy. No way! I guess, didn't know that, sir. That happened. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh, what's her name? I'm trying to think of her name. It's uh it's bad Barbie. No, her real name. <laughs> I don't know her real name. Bad Barbie is what she goes by.
0: It's so bad. So one time, I couldn't believe that this was true. So I looked. Is up, it Bad?
1: So, yeah, yeah.
0: Bad. <laughs> That's
1: what she goes by. Bad Barbie. <laughs>
0: Um, Catch I couldn't me believe outside. it was true, so I looked up some of her music to listen to it. Catch Me Outside. And I have to say, it was <laughs> awful. <laughs> I, thought,
1: I, I really did think you were going somewhere else with it. So I did like, I don't know I did why, like but...
0: the early, um, Like I like the 90s rap. I was a big, yeah. I'm a huge fan of the Beastie Boys.
1: That's what I was going to bring up. Like if there's one rap, Group that I could get behind, it was the Beastie Boys, it's and I I think that's like widely it's because you're racist. known in this area <laughs> and sexist because there's no females in there too, so put that in there. No,
0: I suppose you also really like Eminem. Um,
1: I me and Greg Johnson used to, and you're we, a big
0: fan of uh, Vanilla Ice. Uh,
1: no, not at all. But there was a there was a song, um, by uh. Oh, what's the guy that used to bark all the time? DMX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So DMX used to sing a song, and it was, and he, it said, "Meet me outside," and he'd say, "Meet me outside, meet me outside." Yeah, yeah, I remember that song. Well, Greg's dog was Mimi, so we'd always like harass her, and we'd dance around her and say, "Mimi me, me outside, Mimi me, me outside," and make her go outside.
0: You guys were that was, little rebels. I mean,
1: that's what we did in Verona. We <laughs> hung w- around at Thunder Creek. Yeah, and uh, made Mimi go outside.
0: I um, I would have to say that um, Eminem man, that was like when I was in high school. That was the jam. But uh, yeah. Dre as well. Forgot about like that whole the Chronic was that the album the Chronic? Doctor Dre. I did not ever
1: um, Did you? Do you remember Mace? Yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: Mace was awesome.
1: Mace was pretty cool. I just heard me and Amy were singing the song when we, pull, we were pulling in the driveway and Mace came on the radio. And we both like looked at each other like let's start it. And we started singing together. Oh, I great. thought you were going to say something else. Oh, no, the children were in the <laughs> the children were in the van. No, we just started singing it because we like immediately knew all of the words. It's weird. Yeah. When you you, you you haven't heard a song in like Twenty-five years, and then all of a sudden, you can immediately start singing it again. It's weird.
0: Do you remember um, Bone Thugs in Harmony? Of course. Yeah, that was uh, that was like me middle at school. The
1: crossroads, crossroads. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bone, bone, bone,
1: bone. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that was a good time.
1: Tell me what you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he says there, but that's what it sounds like.
0: Yeah, that was like back in the day when like it was, um, it was like fine to listen to the will smith rap oh yeah but Then all of a sudden like it wasn't was was cool. it ever when not it, fine no i everybody likes will smith rap but my point is like you got looked down to, down on because it wasn't real rap
1: either. i mean i wouldn't consider him one of the greatest um but <laughs> it was pretty poppy yeah it was for that time period it was great yeah um so that's your lesson if you on still turn on rap.
0: miami like anytime you're on a boat yeah yeah People go crazy.
1: What do they say? And Bonito Ami-Ami. Yeah. Something like that.
0: Party in the club with the heat is on all mm. night on the beach yeah, of the break of dawn. Mm. Welcome to
1: Miami.
2: Bonito Ami-Ami. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> just like that. Yeah. It's That's just good. Like that. That's good. So, what's new with you, Christopher? Oh,
0: you know, just.
1: You know what I think you're going to do soon? What? Plant. Tomorrow. Yeah. I'm getting back at it. Planting the kern? I'm getting
0: back, back in the saddle. Nice. Good job. Back to podcast land.
1: Right. You're going to catch up on a lot I've of them. I've already I'm kind of jealous because
0: I've been spraying a lot. So I've been catching up on a ton of Joe Rogan, a ton.
1: So I downloaded and I started listening to one episode of David Tennant's podcast oh, that yeah. I had spoken about many have to, moons ago. Didn't you have to pay ago? for it? No.
0: Oh, it's free. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I downloaded all of them. There's 13 episodes. They're all right around an hour, like right at an hour. Um, and he just interviews a bunch of people. You know, I I got rid of the ones I didn't want to listen uh, to. The only one that I've listened to was John Ham, okay. and he is an amazing human being. Well, he's he's pretty just, charming. He is. But when you listen to like he talks about his life growing up and it's a struggle. Everything, I bet. Um, no, it wasn't That's at struggle all
0: for the ham. No, it wasn't I can't imagine had, that guy's ever struggled very much in his life. Well,
1: he was he was raised in like a single home. Uh his mom and dad broke up or uh divorced when he was like two or five or something, very young. And uh his mom raised him until he was nine and then she died of cancer. Right oh my o- gosh. Yeah, right off the bat. The ham uh, did
0: have a hard life.
1: He did. I mean, not really, but kind of. He never struggled and he said he like he never wanted for anything, but he didn't know he didn't want like he didn't I, need anything. He just had fun all the time. Uh just like our childhood where you just go outside play, you know, like ride bikes, did whatever. He said everybody in the like the neighborhood that he grew up with, uh like if you didn't have something they did and you just borrowed it, you know, like He didn't want anything. He had everything he needed. But when his mom died, she found out she had, I think it was colon cancer. Um, she found out she had colon cancer and died three days later. Oh, wow. And then he horrible. Yeah. And then he moved in with his dad down. No, it's, I mean, John Hamm is not in a bad way right now. So (laughs) there's no need to be, you know, feel bad for him. I mean, it is sad that his mom died, but I think he's made out pretty well. Um, But then he he moved in with his dad. Young upstart. Went into this like private school. And, uh, you know, and he talks about like auditioning for things, which is fun to listen to. I like listening to how auditions go for people that are like big stars and hearing them like how they were like super worried and didn't know if they were going to catch a break. Uh, Linda Cardellini is on um, the ID10T podcast with Chris Hardwick. Yeah. She was talking about that and how. She went uh, for the Scooby Doo movie. Oh yeah, she's she was in that, right? She's yeah, Velma. She was Velma. Yeah, she's like a perfect Velma, and that's what Chris Hardwick says. But she like, she said she for weeks and weeks before this audition, like literally lived like Velma and only listened to like Velma speaking and tried to change her voice. Huh, and that's annoying she did everything she could possibly do. Cause she wanted that so bad. And then when she went to the audition, she was like dressed like Velma and she got there and she said there was a bunch of other stars, like and actresses that were there and she was the only one dressed up like it. And she immediately regretted the decision. <laughs> She's like, I am an idiot. And everybody looked at me like I was an idiot. And she thought, and she said she went home and like sobbed because she was going to lose the part and she knew it, but she got it. Oh,
0: the rest is history yeah. for, for old Linda Cardellini. Mm, yeah.
1: I just I like hearing those stories. I think yeah. it's fun. Yeah, a little inside scoop. You should
0: watch Barry then. It's a lot of good well, stuff. Well, we'll talk
1: about that when Ooh, we get to what you're watching. Get to maybe. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, what do you got?
0: Um, I don't have anything. This is a, like an on-the-fly episode. Yeah, I mean, all Jerry of was supposed of to come up with a theme. We wanted to we wanted to shake things up a little, and I think we should going forward. I, That's a good. We can have yeah. a discussion about that because. Um, now that Snarf Madness is over, and now that Endgame is over, we should have like different Things. themes every yeah. week. Like not anything that's like super set in stone, rock solid. But I think that people would be into that.
1: I think so too. If and you
0: guys have any ideas, let us know. That would be awesome. Because know, like, what Maggie gave us the idea for Snarf Madness, and then like, and that blew it up was, like
1: two months. We basically owe our fame to her. Yeah, you know,
0: not really. <laughs> we got to get them their gift cards.
1: They're, uh, yeah, we do.
0: I kind of forgot about that. I did too. We told them it'd be a long time.
1: Right, and I'm glad you said that. It's completely your job to do that. So, so.
0: Jerry was supposed to think of a theme. He didn't think of a theme. So we're just off the cuff this week.
1: But I also am looking back right now because I know Erica had wrote in a theme a long time ago um, about what we should do, and I thought it was a good idea. And I, What's that? I don't know. I'm looking it up. Oh.
0: Well, i tell you what, we have, we do have some, I have been watching some stuff, so we can talk about that. We do have a, there's a big episode of Game of Thrones on last night, the oh, penultimate yeah. episode, so second to last episode. I know you, you guys have already, you're listening to this and you've already seen the finale, but we want a, a spoiler-free period. Seen the finale? Yeah, because this is, is going to come out next week.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. I forget about that movie so, magic stuff, yeah. right?
0: Spoiler-free period is over, and we'll just discuss that here in um. a little bit. I did want to bring up one
1: thing. Well, I, I also wanted to bring up one thing about a movie Okay, that came out. We had touched on it a little bit, you did, uh, about Detective Pikachu. Oh, yeah. It's making a lot of money. Yeah. It's at $53 million for It got $53 million for its opening weekend, but that's enormous, apparently, for gaming movies. That's in the U.S.,
0: though. Yeah. What did it get in China? I, I
1: don't know. I don't know what it got there. I'm just saying opening weekend for U.S. was $53 million, and it set a record for gaming movies.
0: I think it made like $500 million its opening weekend when he took it to oh, China. Oh, really? I didn't look like at that Pokemon, part, but... I don't know if you know this or not, but Pokemon's a little bit of a thing in China.
1: It, it is? Yeah. So I just heard about it. Yeah. No, that was a joke.
0: I'll see it because never Cash been, really wants to see it. I've
1: never been a Pokemon I have,
0: fan. I don't know. I Not only have I not been a fan, I missed all of those games. I remember yeah. when they were out, but I never played one. Yep. I didn't really know much about it, and then my son got really into it. But he doesn't actually like really play the game. Okay. He just has the cards. But, um, oh, I guess I was totally way off. So worldwide, it's made $166 million, which I would say is probably pretty good for that. Yeah. but Production th- budget of $150 million, Okay, though, that's
1: what I was going to ask is what do you think the production budget would be for something like that yeah, when so it's they, like 100% CGI? So almost. that
0: is not going to make its money back probably.
1: I mean, it just did. You said production budget was 150 million. Oh, but if you harken back marketing. to an
0: earlier discussion, Jerry, marketing—they yeah. probably spent 100 million dollars on marketing, and then half of that um, grosser seats is probably profits to the theater. Wow, yeah, they'll so get it, it eventually.
1: It'll make its money back, but not as much as it probably as the producers probably thought or yeah. the the studio probably thought. Uh, old Ryan Reddles, especially after that whole Pokemon Go. Fiasco yeah. that it was. Um, Let's Go Pikachu
0: is the one that me and Cash will cash, but I have to help him a lot. Has been playing nonstop. That's a game? Yeah, for Switch.
1: Oh, Switch. You got a Switch, huh?
0: Well, yeah, we've had one for a while. It's
1: awesome. It yeah. really is. Do you ever play it on the TV? Because um, you can plug it into like a docking very station? Very rarely, line.
0: but sometimes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we were playing the other night when the kids went to bed, me and Marley and um, her sister were playing uh, Mario Party.
1: Oh, really? It's, I love the Switch, Mario Party.
0: The Switch is amazing. It's totally worth getting, definitely. Yeah, I need
1: to, Amy and I talked about it for Christmas for the boys, but we never did end up getting it for some reason. Yeah, it's it's. Um, should get it for, it's a
0: very versatile entertainment tool.
1: So you could do... You play games and and what else? Can but, it do no, other things?
0: It. I mean, yeah, for sure, but we don't do other things. With oh,
1: okay. That. But it has the capability yeah, of doing has, like, like, everything.
0: Yeah, of streaming apps and stuff. But, I mean... If I'm going to do that, I have an Apple or on, exactly. on an Apple, uh, Amazon Fire TV. So
1: yeah, and an Xbox, and
0: an Xbox, which I never even turn on anymore. Why? Because we got the switch. It's way better for kids.
1: I just like all of my TV is basically run through my Xbox. Well, all, like my, all, all of run my apps, through my Amazon Fire.
0: Box. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Is there a remote for that? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh. Voice act voice remote. I would never use that.
1: No. Well, do you use the voice? Um, not very often, no. Yeah. Because I had Comcast and with that voice thing and I never, never used that. Well,
0: I never used it before because it used to be when you used it, you could only search Amazon. So if you search for something that was on Netflix, like you're not, but now it works with
1: Netflix Hmm. and HBO. So, which is the only two things that I basically watch and some Amazon, but then everything on Amazon, you got to buy. Well, not everything.
0: The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel.
1: Well, I understand there isn't, not everything, but everything I tend tend to search, justified it needs to be bought. Yeah. And that is annoying. Yeah, no, I know. What Um, was your one thing you wanted to talk about?
0: Oh, I wanted to cover a little podcast um, housekeeping,
1: if you will. Oh, okay. Housekeeping. Yeah. Yeah. We, um. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah.
0: So the show's been growing, everybody. It's been growing. It has. Starf Madness was big, big time. But we want to grow more. Yeah, we do. We want to take this world on fire.
1: We want to reach the world, which we are kind of.
0: Yeah, that's true. But we need um, more. We need listeners mm-hmm. out there preaching the gospel of Snarf. I would agree. So if you guys are listening, for free, mind you,
1: right, hundred percent. Just
0: just spread bro. the word. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Be like, hey,
1: bro, this Yo, is bro. this new podcast. Dude, hey, we got a podcast, bro.
0: That's all I was gonna say. I've been oh. I've been saying that I've been wanting to say that for like several episodes, and I keep forgetting.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Just like talk us up. Yeah,
0: talk us up. Spread the yeah, word. Spread so the gospel of snarf.
1: We're gonna have a little self promotion right now. We can call this
0: episode "Gospel of Snarf."
1: Ooh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, we already had a year. Well, this is the year of snarf. Yes. We sure. started this year off as the year of snarf. The very first episode of 2019. Which episode is this one, by the way? This is episode twenty-five. Oh this is a milestone episode. This is a milestone episode number twenty five. This is a milestone episode. You've made the journey with us. Actually, I talked to Chris about this a couple episodes ago. It was like five episodes ago, actually, because I said it was number twenty. And I was like, When is the last time you've done something twenty weeks in a row? <laughs> right. You yeah. know, well which we've now done twenty five weeks in a row. It's If we're actually counting, it's 26 because we had a 10.1 and 10.2. But if we're going by our labeling system, it is 25. So what have we done 26 weeks in a row besides just living? Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I have other than work. Right. You know, but I don't consider that a thing. That's That's something I have to do. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it does. And I don't know. I think that's a pretty big deal to commit to something for that many weeks in a row which let me tell you is sometimes it can be work. Yeah,
0: it, 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 not some. I mean, it is work. I, I. It's actually. Um, I told you about that last week when I yeah. was leaving the house. Um, Marley said, "Uh, I was leaving for the podcast." She's like, "Have fun." And I'm like, "This ain't fun. This <laughs> is a job, man. This is this a is job. Work. Take this for real." She's like, "Well, yeah, but it's fun." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, it's a fun job.
1: It is, and, but it
0: but, is like a job. And but we work do and like, uh." writing the stuff. And there's a lot more we could do, obviously, if we had sure. more time. But and the putting production. stuff on, uh, on making a website, putting the stuff on YouTube every week, right. transcoding video, using Adobe After Effects.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's all you. <laughs> You're the Adobe gay.
0: But it is work, but it's fun. And but and we don't necessarily care if we have any huge... We do this for us our, ourselves and for fun, but right. um, it's always fun nice to feel validated that what you're doing is something that people are enjoying.
1: I agree. And I do, I wouldn't call it like, I need the validation no, by any means, but it's nice to have, you know, it's nice to have the feedback of people saying like, I thought this part was funny, or I thought what you guys did here was awesome, Yeah, or I can relate to this. Uh, it is, I, like, I like
0: that. It is cool. We do get a lot of that. I get that a lot. Uh, there's a lot of chatter and buzz that I hear. talking to people which is it's cool
1: i think it's amazing starve
0: talk 25 a retrospective
1: it is kind of a retrospective isn't it well i I mean how like just the surrounding community of people that have been listening or people that have brought it up
0: and even if they don't listen they're aware
1: yeah i think it's neat that um it honestly makes me feel like i know people better because now i feel like i know that they like these things When before, I would have never went up to uh, some of the listeners and been like, hey, did you see this movie or did you read this comic book or do you even know about any of this stuff? Yeah. And But now I know they do like that, so it would bring up further conversation like anytime I would see these people, and I think that's neat.
0: I do really like, I enjoy, and I don't know why, I guess, and maybe it's because, well, I don't know why exactly, but I feel like, a lot of people I run into now, whether they listen or not, and most of them I'm sure don't, but they they're aware of what's going on. They're like, "Huh, you guys are doing a podcast." And like, they're like, "That's like, that's cool." Like, it it just yeah. blows their mind that that's something that people would be doing. And I don't know and, for some reason that makes me feel good. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you can do whatever you want, right? Like anybody can. Just you you really can.
1: Stuff. You just have to, you have to put the time in to do it. Even though." This is a small thing that we do for ourselves. It is, like we said, it is something you have to want to do and you have to continue to do it in order to make anything out of it. I mean, we're going to have to do this for years to make this something bigger. You right. know what I mean? Unless all of a sudden, overnight, it turned into some big show, which it won't. Is very, very rare that that would ever happen. But it's possible. Um, but if like you the- want it to grow, you have to continue to do it.
0: Yeah, you got to make and push out content. And like I said, I just like the idea that it puts somebody in the frame of mind like, oh, there's more to life than just going to your job, coming home, talking about your job, and then on the weekends getting together to drink beer and talk about your kids or your job. Yeah. And I like that realization people have. They're like, oh, that's something different. That's something cool. Like, what can I do that's something... Cool, You know, right. I feel like it's I don't know if we've inspired anybody. I'm not trying to get like I hope myself, but I feel like that vibe. Sometimes I get that vibe from people. Yeah,
1: I don't. I've never felt like I've had anything to inspire someone. But I think this is a platform that you could do it, you know, just to bring somebody into the world of like, oh, they go through the same thing or they're doing the same thing that I am. And I didn't know that prior, especially like in the comic book realm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, like, not widely discussed. And we've said it a million times that it's I. It's not necessarily, like, a lesser medium in, in my mind, but it is to other people. But it's becoming a bigger and bigger and bigger thing in the world, yeah. obviously, and in our small farming community, I think it's starting our to hamlet. expand.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and I think there's also, too, like, Oh, it's okay to like these things. I think people, I get that feeling from yes. people. They're like, oh, it's okay to not just like them because everybody likes this stuff. Right. Obviously, it makes billions of dollars. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay to debate things about it. It's okay to nerd out over it. It's
1: okay to be an adult and watch these things right. or do this stuff. That, I think, is the big divide. I feel like the divide is like after a certain age, you're not supposed to read books with pictures. Right. Right.
0: Well, or even the movies, like it's yeah. always fine to watch them and enjoy them. But then where's the line draw? Can you sit around with a group of guys in a garage on a Saturday night discussing Marvel movies? Like that's what I feel like has been changing since we've started that. Yes. And maybe that's just because I'm talking about it more, but I feel like other people are talking about it more.
1: Yeah. I think it opens, it opens the door to bring them in to talk more. Yes. You know what I mean? So in a, in a normal conversation, most people would think you want to talk about trees and farming. Right. Which I is mean, two
0: things I don't want to talk about <laughs> at all. I know.
1: And I remember, I remember a story one time, I think we were at Abe's. This was years ago. We were at a bar together. And I remember you saying like, everybody talks about farming. Like, that's I don't want to talk about farming right now. Like, that's not what I want to do. And I thought that was funny. Yeah.
0: You know, it's just, a. Uh, you ever notice like, um, and this is like new to after studying the podcast, but like a lot of people will come up to me and will talk about this stuff and, and want my opinion or something. And even if they don't listen, they just know that this is a podcast we do so they can talk to me about it. Yeah. And, um, I don't know what I was, where what I was going to say.
1: Oh, well that's very inspiring. Thank <laughs> you for that. <laughs> now you're getting a little bit oh, my that's disease. that's what I was going to
0: say. Um. No, it's just like you see people light up when they talk about things like this. For you sure, see like them be like just light up and be enjoy, enjoyable and happy about it. And I'm,
1: do you think that's like a little bit of like when you we talk about inner child a little bit that and like escapism in yes. in a in a small way where you're you don't have to worry about the big picture of life. You just have to talk about this one moment that was fun, yeah. you know, or that you enjoyed watching. And everybody can can have that, that moment. And it can be different for everyone. Like everyone can feel something different about or perceive a movie different than someone next to them. Right. But it's the same thing. We're all going there for the same reason. Right,
0: definitely. And it's okay to be like, you know, just because this isn't the most important thing going on in your life or the world or whatever. Like it's okay to just like, chill out and enjoy something
1: and not talk about politics or taxes yeah that's that's the worst yeah that really is the worst because you talk about that crap all the time try not to no i don't actually but (laughs) no you
0: don't at all (laughs) so anyway that was a long way of saying thanks well too there was another point i was gonna bring up i feel like this last 25 weeks or more than that actually Mm mm-hmm like, I just see the growth of what we've been doing, just not even from, like, a quality standpoint, like, yeah. from our audio. Like, I, I can't even tell you guys, like, how much we have learned, just learned over the last, like, six months or however long, not even, that we've been doing this. And not saying everything we do is perfect, but, like, you just really, it, it's, there's some, there's things that you think, and I never thought, oh, I can't do that. Um, but there's things that you think that you can just do not really do or whatever. I'm not, I'm not saying this all correctly, but it just, the more you do it, it really is true that you just start to gradually get better and better and better at it. And I think that like our audio is improved. I think our, our rapport has definitely improved. I think the content that we're putting out is improved. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just, I'm, I think it's really cool. It was a, and I want to keep doing
1: it. And it was a challenge. It was a big time challenge at first. Cause we jumped into it thinking that really, you naively, just, exactly. And you just jump into it thinking like, Oh, you just record your voice and put it out there. It's not that big of a deal. And then we started realizing because we do, we do this thing where we like over research everything. Yeah. Um, and it was good that we did that because there were so many things that we could have done better.
0: But that's a big, like, this is going back for my whole life. So, you know, whether it be something like this or starting businesses or doing different things that I've done, um, it always comes back to, and I'm a chronic over-researcher.
1: Yeah, I do the same thing.
0: But perfection really is the enemy of productivity. I mean, I can't say this enough. Like, you don't have to know anything to start doing something and we didn't just just do it. And we did for years though. For years we sat on the sidelines We were going to do this and we were going to do that. And it's not that it was too hard. It was just like, you just have to take the leap and start doing something.
1: Right. Anything. And and it was like six years ago that we started talking about this stuff.
0: Yeah. And
1: Isn't isn't that wild,
0: but that's, it's just like amazing that, you know, you just have to start. Yeah. You just have to try and be terrible And fail over and over again, which I'm sure we do every episode in some way or another. But and then over time, it just you kind of get numb to it, and you're just like, "This is what we do now." And I've come to really like, honestly, like this is. I'm not gonna say this is the highlight of my week. I mean, I am because it is. But (laughs) (laughs) if I say that, it's very insensitive. the other things. No, it's um, it's like it's not like therapy, but it
1: is. It is a form kind of. I think it is a form of therapy. I mean, if you went to a therapist, this is what you do, right? And it's You'd, not
0: like we're talking about our problems or talking about things like that, but it's just a, like a it's just good to have it's like a, a release. Mental, yeah.
1: Um like a mental release. And um Yeah, I, what once we started something like this, like you said you just just jump into it and and try. And once we actually did that and we're like, "Okay, we are going to do this this day." and continue to do it every week and now we have like a hundred hours of content and yes i understand that our episodes are too long don't tell me <laughs> that again because i know i know they're long but it's what we're going to do because we like having a two-hour show because yeah. we can't stop talking now if we
0: can just apply all of that to our comic book pursuits right
1: which is super
0: important to both of us but we'll get there that's And we did jump in and we started and we did and we did with our first script. And that was the way that worked, too. It's just like, let's just jump in and start doing it. And it just, for some reason, worked. I'd like to think back. I think maybe I only think back at the good moments. But I feel like that went so much more seamlessly than this time. Yeah. But it didn't. We grinded on that for like a year.
1: Yep. We did.
0: And we did learn a lot. And then we went forward. And we've learned a lot just about the industry in general and everything about it. But we do need to buckle down and finish that.
1: I agree. I'm not as concerned with like, with saying that we need to finish it because I know that we can. I know it's something that once That's we get into that. Dangerous though, when you know no, you can. I know we can. Is when you
0: don't. You know what I mean?
1: No, I know. I'm, what I'm saying is like I know it's possible for whenever the time comes that we both have the opportunity to say like, okay, here's the couple weeks we're gonna take and we're gonna finish this. I think it will come easier yeah. to do that. The The worst part about it is that the seasons that we have the opportunity to write is when we need to take advantage of it. Um, Right. Like this season obviously is not the case because you're going to be planting all the time and then it doesn't open up again until like July, August. July or August.
0: Yeah. I mean, to be perfectly clear or honest, that's, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Because it's not like, you know, summer is just, it's a busy time. Mm Mm-hmm. For, yeah, for sure. For children. Especially. I mean, that's a busy, busy time. It's children's season.
1: It is. And it's baseball <laughs> season for me, which is going to go through June. So, yeah, I mean, I don't have any that's availability. Fine. You got to
0: have a life too, even though.
1: Oh, we have lives. That's <laughs> for sure. Um, can we jump into like the what you're, what, what you're watching thing real yeah. quick? Yeah, Because sure. I see, and I'm going to jump into the deep end of it real fast. Get in there. Because uh, I saw this thing. I forgot to talk about it on the last podcast because I watched it, like, two weeks ago. And I don't know how I forgot about this because it was, like, unnervingly disturbing to me to watch this. Okay. and Ooh, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Color me intrigued. So I stumbled upon it on HBO, and it's a little documentary, which is not little, actually. There's two parts, and I've only seen the first one, called, uh, what's it called? Leaving Neverland.
0: Oh yeah, I've been wanting to watch that. Whoo, crazy, huh? It uh,
1: it's different. I've heard some crazy stuff about it. I didn't, I didn't realize this. So they had a big trial with Michael Jackson. I've heard that
0: right? if you watch that, you'll never want to listen to his music again.
1: Correct. <laughs> it's um,
0: so bad. That's why I don't want to watch it because I love his music.
1: I mean, his music is there. He yeah. created it. It's good. We all like it, and and he is known as as like this. Musical genius guy who did his thing, right? Um, he had something majorly broken in his brain, though. Oh yeah, for sure. He so watching us. All right, just he was like a child. Apparently, like uh, all of the parents that were involved with this thing, with these boys that were with him, um, they looked at him as like a kid. He okay. was thirty, you know, thirty. 233, something like that, uh, when all of this was going on. But they all said, like, they thought of him as, like, a son because he acted like a child around them. And he would like to play, like, little toys and just be really strange. It was really strange listening to what they talked about with him. And then all of a sudden it would, like, flip a switch and he'd be out in public and he was, like, this major iconic music star you know and did all that stuff but the the difference there is like he was so far removed from reality oh yeah for that sure. his he, whole life he yeah his whole life he had no basis of what real life was his real life was that was yeah. being like above everyone else and been removed from reality so he went out in public and did his thing he was good on stage and he was good in the public eye because that was his character And then he'd get back home and he would be like this little itty bitty boy. And then he also like completely manipulated little kids and their parents. So what was really disturbing is that once he got close to these two boys that the the documentary follows, um, he would tell them like how bad women were and how they needed to stay away from their moms and any other women and they needed to leave their families and get away from them.
0: Let's just preface this all with allegedly.
1: This is all coming from the two boys, yeah. That, Which
0: have the, changed their story over the years, and apparently, and probably. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know the whole backstory. I'm just talking about the documentary. So I, I don't know what is absolute fact, but from what they've said, and then their moms, both of their moms were interviewed too, and uh, they were literally fine with everything that was happening because they knew... They thought it was okay. He like made them feel so comfortable and took care of everything for them that they were okay with their, their sons being friends with him. And they, that's what they thought. They were just really good friends. Um, but it gets into some really deep, uh, graphical stuff that is gross. Oh, It is really, really gross. That's terrible. It is. It is terrible. And I watch, so there's two parts of this and they're both two hours long. So there's four hours of content about this. And, um, like I said, it follows the two guys and I don't even remember their name. Wade, Wade Robeson. And, uh, there was another guy, Jimmy, Jimmy something. Um, but one of them, the Wade, the Wade kid, uh, he's a man now. I mean, he's in his mid thirties, I think maybe even older than that. Uh, he seems like a a normal dude that is just bothered by it. But the other guy, Jimmy, um, he's different. Yeah. He seems very different when he speaks and, um, he's, he's got some troubles.
0: So have you heard that there's a theory and I don't know how much credence to have in it or not, but, um, that when he was a child, his parents or his father, had him chemically castrated,
1: okay. To maintain I think heard his about this.
0: voice, basically, and that could have caused a lot of issues. Obviously, yeah, because he didn't develop properly because he was
1: right. chemically castrated, right? Which, I mean, from what they talk about I, and I, I, how I heard, they describe him, I heard
0: a podcast uh, was some one of the Joe Rogan's podcasts where he spelled out like the evidence of that but i can't remember it specifically other than it did make sense listening to that at the time
1: was there was it a certain guest that was talking about it or i can't
0: remember no i think it was just joe rogan talking about it like he had talked to the doctor or something I, I don't oh know, yeah or somebody that had some inf- inside information but the way they spelled it out it all kind of made sense so hmm. that and it's... then apparently like because he had kids but there weren't apparently they weren't his kids
1: oh they weren't well the, what made me think of it is that his son uh graduated his son Prince graduated college and then his brother blanket was with like celebrating him graduating college yeah apparently that's what they made don't me look think anything of this. like him um they're no.
0: like they're white
1: yeah yeah they don't really look like yeah, him at so all So I
0: don't think they're his kids <laughs> yeah
1: I don't know but they say they are so yeah. I don't well I don't he have a wasn't clue. white but if you're interested in this documentary, go ahead and watch it. But just be forewarned, there is graphic content. Yeah, I'm gonna discuss. watch it
0: because. But I mean, I think I could separate the music from the person. But it is. Um, I did listen. Uh, I did hear another. I can't remember if it was a podcast or something that there was. There was another documentary about him that wasn't about um his child abuse. It was about his music and um. Like I didn't realize at the time ever. I just thought he was kind of a pop star.
1: About about how like really good of a singer he was?
0: Um it's not just good of a singer. All of those songs he wrote, first off, right. Not just the lyrics, every single musical part. But he can't couldn't play any instruments. Right. So he vocalized all the um instruments. He composed the song and the music in his mind. Yeah. And could only way he could Uh, get it to the musicians was by vocalizing it so he would sing each instrument part
1: that's incredible he was really incredible when it came to music i I watched a video of him um singing a certain part it was like for we are the world and it was he was recording certain parts that he had to sing and it was just showing how they recorded it yeah they're
0: like in sound booth
1: he was like standing in a big room, actually, just with a microphone in front of him. But they they just kept saying like, "Okay, sing, uh, th- you know this verse." And he'd get up there and he'd he, the music would start playing and he'd sing it and then he'd pause and he'd sing it again and then he'd sing it again and every single time it was absolutely the same, like on the like on the note perfect every single time, and it was just. This montage of him singing over and over and over again, and it was, it never changed. And they, there was like narration, and the guy said, It didn't matter what time of day it was, it didn't matter how long he stood there, it didn't matter what it was, he was going to do it the same way, like as perfect as you could do every single time. There was like no multiple takes because he'd just nail it. Yeah. And it, it was crazy to see. And I didn't realize he was that good of a singer either until I saw that.
0: Um, I didn't realize he wrote all of his own songs. I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm sure he didn't write all of them, but you know, the vast majority. So, and, and, you know, you never know how true that is too. You know what I mean? A lot of musicians say that they write their own songs. Right. But a lot of times I don't necessarily believe that that's true, especially musicians that front a band because they say, well, I wrote that song and it's like, okay, did you write the guitar lick? No, the guitar player did. Did you write the bass line? No, the bass player wrote Right? That. Did you write the? But the credit goes to, you know.
1: One of the most, one of the parts that like kind of bothered me the most about that, the documentary was, so the the parents were talking, or just the moms, because the dads are like not in the picture anymore. They all got divorced. It affected their families like big time. Yeah. And it wasn't the fact, because they were very unaware of what was going on with their kids So to them in the mm-hmm. documentary. Yeah. Um, but it was affecting their families like big time because the, the moms got like super brainwashed as well. Like they were just brainwashed into believing like, this is where I need to be because of my kid. And it was like chasing a career in entertainment, yeah, fame, glory. That's, I mean, this that's what was it
0: was. The top of the world.
1: Exactly. And they were, they were removed from reality as well. I mean, and then when they, when they had to go back home, like if he would leave on tour or for some reason they had to leave, cause he started taking these kids on tour with him too. And then one of them, um, he told he asked the mom out of nowhere, uh, he comes up to her and, and they were from Australia. This, uh, Wade Robeson, he was from Australia and his parents were obviously. And, um, he's, they were there for like six weeks and then they had to, they were leaving. And he said, he asked her out of the blue, he's like, can Wade stay with me for a year? Just stay with me. You can go home and he stays with me for a year. And she's like, no, mind you, this kid was seven years old at the time. And she said, no, like he's my son. He's only seven years old. Like I'm going, he needs to be with his mom. Like I'm going to take him home. And he's like, well, we'll we'll just stay for a few more days so I can get him prepared to go home. And she's like, well, okay. So they did stay those few days. She's like, but then we're leaving after that we have to go home. And he told her, and again, this is from her, but he told her, he's like, he's like, but remember I always get what I want. Yeah. And then, and then it ended up being directly after that they moved from Australia and it was her idea. She's like, we're moving and we're going to uh, LA and we're going to live in LA from now on. And that's what like really broke up their family because the rest of the family was like, no stay here. And just one day she packed up and took her son to LA and they lived there. And then he basically never contacted them again. Jeez. He got, they moved to LA and the kid said he saw him like five or six times after that once they moved to LA, but then they just never spoke again. It's weird. (laughs) Yeah. So that that's that's um uh, that's a doozy,
0: yeah, since we're on the subject,
1: anything else you've been watching, so I have started Barry, oh yeah, um, yeah, I started that? the show Barry, and it's amazing season it's, are you in you're in season one, yeah, I've seen five episodes okay. of season one. there's not that many episodes though, right, I don't remember, I think there's eight, yeah, I think so, um, yeah, I think there's eight. I never really looked to see how many episodes there were, but I've watched five, uh, and that was just in the last couple days that I've watched them because they're really quick. Yeah, I think they're um, only a
0: half an hour, right?
1: Yeah, 30 minutes. I mean, I think they're only actually like 25.
0: Is it or are they an hour?
1: No, I don't know. no, they're not an hour. Okay. They're definitely not an hour. Um, And it's an awesome show. Bill Hader is amazing. He's good, isn't he? He's really good at playing like... I would
0: have never pegged him for being able to play that I had role. no
1: idea. the whole reason I liked Bill Hader on Saturday Night Live but the whole reason I didn't watch that show is because I didn't know how I could take him as being somewhat serious.
0: He he manages to handle both aspects really well. Very well. In a way that almost doesn't make sense. I mean, I don't think yeah. a lot of people could do, play that.
1: Yeah, he's very good. My favorite part of it, though, is the Chechen guy. Oh, the yeah. The Chechen mob. The bald, the, he's
0: from uh, Gotham. He plays um, Victor Zaz. Victor Zaz, yeah, yeah. He's really good
1: in that too. But he's great. He's, his role is phenomenal. Well, they stepped it
0: up in season two. He's Did more. They? He's more way more in season two. And he's, oh man, he's, I
1: feel like he's in every episode. He's even season. better in season two. Wow.
0: Season, so season two overall, I don't think is as good so far. Okay. Although the last episode was really good. There's one in there that is just a flyer, man. It's no really kidding. weird. And even Bill Hader afterwards, because they have like the little where they you know like yeah the, the making of thing yep um he even says he's like i wrote and directed this episode and it's freaking crazy <laughs> and everybody told me it was dumb and to do this episode it's it's really that gets it gets me excited I it's need an to, odd episode and, and i wouldn't necessarily say it was good but it's okay crazy and weird but um and then the, the last episode was really interesting which is um, well, actually, there was one on. It's after the Game of Thrones, so there was one on last night, but I didn't watch that one yet. Okay, so it's almost done. It's one of
1: those. It's one of those shows where I want to literally binge the whole thing. I just want to keep watching it. Yeah, that's the best it. way for it. And I haven't had the opportunity to because every time I go to watch it, it's always been late at night, and I'll get like a couple in.
0: I can't. I'm I'm really excited for you to get to the end of season 1 cuz there's some okay. shocking stuff.
1: Oh, good. That's good. The the lady uh in there, I think it what's her name, Sarah?
0: It, uh, the, the other acting, girl in the acting part. The blonde
1: she's starting to get a little weird. Yeah, we'll strap in for that. Okay, good. No, it, it's a good show I would definitely suggest it to anybody because it 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 blew me away at Bill Hader's acting and then it is really funny too. Yeah. The, certain parts. Uh, really funny i just love
0: henry henry winkler he's so good in everything yeah, he, he was in that he, show uh royal pains and he was really good in that show
1: the detective that's in the show where he starts hitting on that detective yeah. i think is hilarious yeah
0: oh i'm so excited because you got some crazy stuff coming up oh, in great that show good it's really good i have um been watching and we'll, we'll we'll do uh let's do game of thrones next but okay i have been watching more of doom patrol Oh yeah. Oh my god, does this show just keep getting crazier and weirder?
2: In a
1: good way or in a way that you're just like I, I don't know. know. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I don't know <laughs> if it's
0: a good way or not. It's there are certain aspects of this show that are infuriatingly um, annoying. Okay. Oh. In the fact that it's like constant, constant flashbacks and oh, I don't and, know and like character introduction and exposition that I don't care about. And I, and every time they're last. So we're, I'm like seven, six or seven episodes in. I think I'm no, actually, I think I'm on episode five and they're like advanced the story quite a bit in episode four. And then okay. episode five <clears throat> turns S- out it's a flashback episode for every single character. Ugh. And that annoyed me, but it was still good. Like it's one of those things, like a lot of things annoy me about it, but it's still super good. And it's, weird and like not good and good at the same time and totally worth watching
1: okay so that, that i don't know I'm i don't kind of on the fence by you, your you have to
0: watch it because i just want to know i want to talk about it and I want to know what your reaction is it's so weird the last episode um and this isn't a spoiler but the last episode um they did finally introduce danny the street which I was telling you about, yeah,
1: it is like an actual street.
0: Which is a character from the books, which I didn't really remember. Which I don't know how I didn't, but I didn't really remember. Maybe I didn't read all of it, but um, it is a sentient um, street. Street, but in it, which can teleport and is <laughs> okay. gender queer.
1: Uh huh. It's a street, so
0: yeah. So, but it is like um, so. The idea behind this character is It is exactly what it says It's a street that can teleport around And it just will show up in a place And it is Like Trans or, Or like non Gender specific But like it attracts like Trans people and like Gender Non specific people Outsiders, people that don't fit into society And they come and they live in this street And they have like Life they're, there. they're
1: in the street
0: they live in the street the street has buildings it's a street it's oh. like a downtown
1: oh okay
0: and they live there and they have and this and Danny the street feeds off their energy and what does he do well the Danny the street talks <laughs> okay through street signs and stuff okay and
1: I it, like how you keep calling him Danny the street
0: and is like um, has a personality. It's it's very interesting. So in this last episode, um, so Danny contacts the chief, who whatever and he's he needs help because the, the Bureau of Normalcy, which is like kind of the not overarching villain, but like a villain in the show, okay, is trying to get him. Trying, mm-hmm. and it's like a government organization, yeah. And so he. Danny the Street <laughs> reaches yes. out for help from the Doom Patrol. And so this, he's
1: not part of the no. Doom Patrol. He's just like a side character.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a. Uh, so they have their. Um, the Chief, which is basically like Professor Xavier. Yeah. Who like. Um, everybody seems to know. Like all he's these oddball characters that like. It, it, the whole idea is like they're all misfits and oddballs, right? And so he like has made it his point of helping these people that are oddballs, and so it's interesting too. They, I don't, I guess I don't really want to tell you too much more until you watch it,
1: but yeah, I'm going to watch it. I mean, I'll, I got to get the, I do. have to get the DC app uh, before yeah. May thirty first. They so.
0: do probably have probably one of the best or only or better um, takes on a gay character superhero character because one of the members of the team is um gay and i feel like they do his story very well because he's like wrestling like he's from like the 1950s he's a test he was a test pilot in the 1950s so like what, he's, what's his character um i think his name is negative man
1: oh oh okay the guy with the wraps. yeah but okay. none of
0: them have um their names yet they're, they're still oh, like not there. Heroes. Yeah. There yet. I don't know how to explain
1: this show. Jerry. It sounds. It's crazy and strange. St- Cause I never read any, I never read any doom patrol. I, right. I've never really, I knew Grant Morrison wrote it. I knew it was wild and like straight out of the brain of Grant Morrison. So it can't be Yeah. This is, this normal. is Grant Morrison to um, a T. But I, I didn't know anything about it. And I had listened to, um, oh, what's the one podcast that we listened to, uh, Geek History Lesson. I've listened to a Geek History Lesson about it, so it gave me some rundown of, you know, how it all works, but I don't have the basis of it, really. Yeah,
0: and I think, I don't know how close they follow the comics, like I said, I, I barely remember them, but I think they pick and, picked and choosed a little bit here and there, and they're playing with storylines. It's it's interesting. It's
1: I think it's worth. So a they aren't like following a straight storyline of a, of the. Comics. I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. Because it, I mean, I'm assuming the Grant Morrison run has like a origin of these people, right?
0: I guess, but there's different people. There's all different member. It's like the X Men. So it's pick okay. and choose. Yeah.
1: So it's a lot of them. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And and it exists like throughout a long period of time, like some of the characters have been alive for you know like 60 years yeah you know some of them so they don't seem to age
1: well danny the street would probably be pretty old yeah i would assume since he's a street
0: yeah it's it's a crazy show it's definitely worth watching Hmm. i think well i don't i don't know i guess i shouldn't say that if it's worth watching or not i need you to. Watch it so you can give me your take.
1: Be, well, the basis of like, is it worth watching is also... It's genuinely
0: different than anything you've seen before.
1: But you also have to take in consideration that you have to buy another... Correct. ...like streaming app.
0: Or you can just use my login.
1: No, I'm saying like for general people like in, you know, around... Like, is it is enough it good to make enough your to...
0: general purpose yeah. person or general casually interested person purchase another streaming app? No. Okay. Is it enough for you to purchase a streaming app? Yes.
1: And I'm, like I said, I've got to get it anyways because Swamp Thing. Yeah. So, and by the way, I I texted you the other night and I feel like the trailer that came out is overly horror.
0: So, did you, I, I got confused by that because that trailer I think has been out for a while. Um,
1: I just watched it. Well,
0: they just dropped a new teaser trailer that's just like a girl laying in the swamp. And then you get a close-up on her face, and Swamp Thing's face is right next to her.
1: Oh, no, I didn't see that It's really
0: short. um,
1: I saw one that was really long. Yeah, they're like driving
0: boats around in the bayou. Yes. Yeah, that one. That's the one I was originally um, texting you before about how it was definitely a horror take. That's the one I had watched. Okay, that's... This new one, they show Swamp Thing's face, like, close-up. Oh, good. It looks great. Yeah. It looks really close to the comics. Good. So... I think it could be really good. I don't mind.
1: That's what I was worried about. Like, one of the worries I had the most is how they made him look. Because if he looked goofy or didn't look like the comics, I I don't like that. I don't I mind it like
0: being it. a horror take. I really don't. No, I I'm don't. am still in the back for it. I don't
1: mind it being a horror take. I just thought it It seemed like overly horror. Like, they yeah. were trying to overdo it just for that
0: I feel like if teaser. it's DC doing this show. They're not going to just do something completely off the wall. They're going to have to do something that's at least source material related.
1: I would agree, but and they're I mean, Batman shotguns in Justice League. So that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why people. it's kind of
0: really annoying to me that they do all of these DC animated movies. Well, well, and why haven't they made the Alan Moore saga of Swamp Thing run? Which is widely considered to be one of the greatest runs of comic books ever, and it ever. just happens yeah. to be a DC property and they have a history of making R rated yeah DC cartoon movies animated movies. So why wouldn't they make that? Why isn't that being made right now? Good question. So
1: anyway. and why why would they cut this one short? you know I mean it's because of the whole you know Warner Brothers and DC like maybe it's not good and AT&T, I don't know merger it's but possible it's just not good. Don't tell me that. I want it to be very good.
0: In any case. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's
0: good. <laughs> I'm
1: just going to keep going. Okay, okay, I'm waiting. Did you watch the new Game of Thrones? I did watch the new Game this of Thrones. This would be the second to last episode. It is. It's number five. Second to last episode. So um, Right off the bat, I'm going to say this season is rushed.
0: This season is yeah, it's too rushed. Definitely rushed. They've just completely like, cast aside certain characters that they've been building arcs for, and and then they're like uh, not giving other character arcs their due that have been building for years.
1: Exactly. And I don't.
0: And I guess it's pretty much not a secret anymore. The cast is not happy.
1: Oh really? I, did, I didn't. Yeah, they're read anything all pretty
0: right. um, pretty pissed off.
1: Probably. Really? Yeah. Good.
0: They should be. They're like they put think how much time they put in this
1: their lives some of them yeah like Maisie williams has literally spent her life all of her acting career for this show and i don't think they're doing her
0: she's the one exception that's actually gonna get a decent character arc probably
1: i think so and let me tell you i was pretty close on what i guessed
0: i don't remember what you guessed so
1: i said that her and the spoilers
0: spoilers spoilers yes this is absolutely spoilers there's gonna be some spoilers here um, but you don't have to skip the whole episode. Like ten minutes, we'll talk about this.
1: Ten minutes. I'm gonna. If you haven't, well,
0: everybody. If they've, watch, oh, oh. if they're watching Game of Thrones, they've. seen I thought this you episode.
1: told me I only had ten minutes. And no. I was like, what the hell? Um, I had said in a previous episode of Snarf Talk that Maisie Williams or uh, Arya Stark and uh, the Hound would go after she killed the Night King. She was gonna go kill Cersei. Like yeah. That was her thing, and that's how they were going to play it up, her and the hound going there. And I said that she would die trying to do that, and the hound would die protecting her to do that. Which is not at all what happened. So I was pretty close. Not really. He dies but fighting his brother. I'm the one that said. Yeah, you did. You okay. said fighting his brother. Yeah. I, and I, But I said, I said, I don't know how he's going to die or wh- where he's going to die, but I know he's going to die there. That was a pretty uh, cool. When they go there. That was a cool scene. And I thought she was going to get a lot closer to her and then be killed by somebody. Um, that was pretty close.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was, was pretty uh, close. I, I did like that <laughs> scene. I liked the fact that they had that moment, her and the Hound, and he was able to talk her out of it.
1: Yes. Because he's been living his, like he said, he's lived his whole life. Like,
0: look at me. Look at what it's done to me.
1: He's lived his whole life that way. He's like, this is this is going to end in death, basically. I'm telling you, which you she will, will die. Which
0: she knows. I don't think that's what scared her off. I think what scared, not scared her off, I think it was more like him giving her permission to not do it. Like, her being able to look at him and say, like, y- you don't have to live like this. Right. And I thought that was a good moment. And the fight between him and... um. The mountain was fine. I thought it was a little ridiculous at times. It went on a little long.
1: It did go a little long,
0: but I do think... I thought it was cool when he stabbed him in the head, though,
1: and he just pulled
0: it out. Yeah,
1: he was trying to pull it out, but then he, like, tackled him. And I think it was fitting. I assumed he was going to die in fire uh, because they build up how terrified he was of fire, and then his brother did that to him to begin with, and then they die together in a fire. Right. Well, they fall to their death, but they fall into it like a giant.
0: So, I mean, if I'm saying the goods, I would say that. I would say um, the scene between Jamie and Tyrion was good. Yes. Everything else about Tyrion continues to be terrible this season. Agreed. They're not giving that character any justice. The Everybody's favorite character, they're just ruining the end of, and they're not giving him anything to do.
1: No, he's had literally nothing to do besides fail. Right. It, it, just by guessing. And, and make things.
0: decisions that he wouldn't make. He wouldn't know. No. And Jon Snow, what a worthless lump of nothing.
1: Which is ridiculous to me because he's supposed to be the character that everybody, like I assumed and wanted him to take over the throne, but I didn't want him to constantly say, She is my queen. He just sucks. She, she is my queen. Yeah, we get it, dude, but she's freaking insane.
0: Now, there's a lot of people that are freaking out over the fact that Daenerys went crazy and burned the city up. And They're saying that's against character. That's against character. No, I, I disagree. I don't agree. They've yeah. been teasing that madness for the, a long time
1: because of the Targaryen bloodline well, is like. And, b- and beyond
0: that, it totally makes sense for what she's trying to accomplish. She said specifically outright, "I'm going to burn King's Landing to the ground" when she landed in Westeros. Yeah, she said it, and the only people this whole entire time she wants she's like hyper aggressive. The only people that have been trying to talk her off the ledge were her advisors, were Tyrion, Varys, yeah. Jon Snow. They're the ones always talking her off the cliff. And now they're all dead or not trustworthy. So it totally in, in makes sense mind. in her mind. So it totally makes sense for her to go like, well, these people have all fucked me over. Let's watch it all burn. And it also makes sense for her character in the in the vein of this whole system is fucked. Yeah. So burn it to the ground and we'll start over. Which is what I said with the Thanos idea. That's the, the tyrant right. mentality. Yep. So it totally makes sense with their character. It's totally on brand with the character. You didn't like to see it happen. But it made sense. I didn't think they would go that direction. I thought at the last minute they were going to tease that. Because I said they've been teasing that. I thought they were going to tease that, tease that, tease that. And the last second she would pull back.
1: Yeah. I So I didn't think she was going to burn up like the, the village, the, the city, yeah, yeah. I thought she was going to go straight to the Red Keep I, and I like destroy well. it. You know, she looked, she was looking at it. You could see in her eyes, like I'm going to take that out. Uh, but I, I didn't think she was going to just like, you know, fly around and burn up the village, which she did obviously do. I don't know why, though. Like, what did she get out of that?
0: Well, like that, like what I said. I mean, all the stuff I said, I, it's true about her character. However, it does go against her character because she has a history of not killing innocents and right. Doing those and saving things.
1: So, all of the enslaved, and you know, it, they're they're really
0: forcing it down your throat that um, she's isolated and she's mad and that's a targaryen, a targaryen alone in the world is a dangerous thing, you know, blah blah. So they're playing that up and. It's just a little on the nose. You know, I mean, I thought it was completely ridiculous how they could sit there and tease that this would be anything nearly to a close fight. And then it appears like single handedly with one dragon that ha- apparently before this okay. time been yeah. completely worthless. Yes. Now this, all of a sudden is the ultimate nuclear weapon.
1: This is what I was going to bring up too is that. I mean, what the, a joke. In the, in the scorpions that they have that shoot down, you know, they shoot at the. Um, Dragons. I saw a bunch of memes about this today, and they were like, they were always like a, you know, cut in half meme. And it was like uh, episode four of Game of Thrones, and it's a guy holding like a Gatling gun, like just shooting up (laughs) in the air. And then it was episode five, and it was a guy with a slingshot. Yeah. Like shooting at him. They didn't, they barely shot at him. And I feel like it was a little more. Uh, that's definitely accurate
0: that way more realistic
1: i I think it was more accurate in the fifth episode because there's no way that they're going to be able to catch up to a dragon when it can fly directly over top of you and you have to spin around to this giant yeah you know uh bow basically or crossbow you have to spin that around and try to shoot at it again and then once you shoot there's no way you're going to get it reloaded in time to do it again right so
0: so it actually made more sense. It did make respect. more sense. But, but why tease everybody this fair this even fight thing for so long?
1: Yeah, it, it wasn't an even fight. They should have came in with two dragons and demolished everyone right away, I feel like. And they well, didn't. Well, that's
0: that contri- is the contributing factor to, to why her she's going insane. mad is because yeah. she listened to advisors. She split her forces. Right. When she landed on King uh, on Westeros, the first thing she wanted to do was take King's Landing. And she right. got talked out of it. She wanted to go take King's Landing and then go deal with the White Walkers. She got talked out of it. She then got talked into going north of the wall, which she got a dragon killed. Got talked yeah. into it by her advisors, by Jon Snow, by all these people. So she's really just feeling like everybody has failed her, which everybody has for the most part. I mean, if you're taking her position, but. I don't
1: think Jon would. It's just that. I think
0: Jon's he- a useless sack of dog turds.
1: I don't think he would be as useless <laughs> if he was able to actually make a decision. Yeah. Because when he was on his own making decisions, he did it well. And then he decided to... I've
0: never been a big fan of his character,
1: to be honest. Really?
0: No. I don't know. He just always struck me as kind of whiny and annoying. I like him. But what a terrible so, end so, for Jamie Lannister and uh, yeah, just was... a non-paying off of his character are completely... Big time. But... And then I kinda of read somebody uh um wrote an article they're like, Well, but you know, that maybe that was the point, you know, that they think that this journey you've taken with him and gone to like him and he's turned everything around, but at the end it doesn't matter because he just goes right back to it.
1: So what like um, a drug addict, you know? What what's it? D B Weiss and somebody else? What's yeah, the other guy? Bainhoff, Be- the writers. Yeah. Uh after the show, they were talking about it. And, um, they said that earlier in, uh, in Game of Thrones, Jamie talks about when he dies, he's going to die, uh, with the woman he loves in his arms. He's going to. And they say that he says that in another episode. I don't remember it, but they said he did. And then they said, well, he absolutely loves Cersei. So he comes back to her and that's how he dies with the woman he loves in his arms. And then he tries to, or he tells her like, it's okay. This is what we are supposed to do. Like we are supposed to die here together. Um, I just think it was dumb. Yeah, it was, You know, I don't, that's fine. You think correctly. Yeah. I don't, you could have done it a little differently. Like I think it would have been better if you like had her get killed by somebody. I feel like she needed to be killed by a person. Yeah. Somebody needed to come and murder her. Because she deserves uh, that,
0: Cersei standing and smirking. That's all
1: she does. The for the whole season, it's every every episode except for like the second or third one. I think the third one's the only one you don't see her. Um, where they had the big Night King battle, you know, or the White Walker battle. I think that's the only episode you don't see her in. But either way, every other episode that you've seen her, she's been standing in the same room. Not moving, staring out the window, doing, saying no words.
0: Yeah, with a dumb look on her face.
1: Yeah, with that stupid look on her face and that dumb wig. Because I know it looks like a wig. Maybe it's not, but her hair is ridiculous. Right. Like you don't. Do you have a mirror? Look in the mirror because you look like an idiot. So on Rotten Tomatoes, the they don't have last night's or what. Was it last night? Yeah, yeah, last night. They don't have last night's episode up, but the episode before that was a 58%, and that's the worst of the season. It went 92, 88, I 74, think
0: that was the best episode of the season, too.
1: 58. And then, uh, so the overall rating right now is sitting at 77%, and the lowest one prior to that was season one at 91%. Yeah. So it's definitely taking a toll. Yeah. Um let's see, what else can I comment on? Sansa Stark doesn't have anything to do either. Uh she's not a character apparently. A
0: stupid thing with uh Euron Greyjoy and Jamie Lannister's fight at the shore that he just happens to be at.
1: Right. He swims to the exact shore that Jamie's <laughs> in. in, in. And also, here's another gripe I had. Apparently it takes about fourteen minutes for them to arrive. At this town. Are they right next to each other? Is the north and... Uh, well, no,
0: no, no. It, they've been marching for like two or three days.
1: No. So Tyrion was at, like, talking to Jamie, And then the next scene, Jamie is there. Walking yeah. through the crowd.
0: No, they were encamped, like, right outside. The encampment for the north was right outside of King's Landing.
1: Is that where they were at? Yeah. Okay, I guess I Because that they part.
0: even say before... And early on when they're at Dragonstone, they John shows up and he's like, They're a days they're a day away. And then okay, like later that's on. Right. That's right. He's so like, was Okay, wrong. we're waiting for the rear guard, they'll be here in the morning, and they wanted to attack that night.
1: That's right. I was wrong. I and Dragonstone, that they went, I believe,
0: like... the the castle that um they start at, you know, uh Daenerys. I yeah. think is right next to King's Landing, I
1: think. Or near. It's gotta be way further south. Maybe. Cause they're the north. They got to be way up north, right? No, Dragonstone's not in the north. Oh, I thought you were talking about Winterfell. Anyway, I don't. Everything about this season is wrong to me. I haven't really enjoyed it,
0: and and just rushed.
1: It is. I'm still excited to see it. Like
0: super excited to see it when it comes on. And I'm not sitting here saying like I was let down by the episode last night. Like no, I enjoyed it. I really did. I honestly, I did enjoy it. It's like one of those things like upon further retrospection, I find a lot of problems with it, but I didn't really have a problem with it at the time. I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was interesting and exciting. So I don't like all these things where I'm picking stuff apart is they're not like super heavy criticisms. Like I still enjoyed watching it. I thought it was cool as hell seeing that dragon burn down that city. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I thought it was cool. They
1: they spent some money on that. Oh, on God. that CGI cuz the way they did the CGI for the dragon is amazing. Like absolutely amazing.
0: I did think it was like it was comically easy for them to win that battle. Yes. Like it it was basically the dragon gets up, flies around, blows some blows up all the crossbows and, and basically they surrendered.
1: That's it. Yeah. And they immediately surrendered. They threw all everything down. I didn't like I understand it. I understand why Grey Worm like, starts killing people because he kind of wants to take him out too for killing Missandre.
0: Yeah, Dragonstone is very Missandre. near. Um, um, King's Landing, you know how that's like right on the inside of that Blackwater Bay? Remember that? Yes. Yep. Right on the outside of Blackwater Bay is Dragonstone. Okay. So they're literally across the bay. Gotcha. They can probably see each other. In this fictional map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh
1: so I don't I don't know what else to say. So it's... what's gonna happen
0: in the next episode? What what are we doing next? Obviously Daenerys is gonna die.
1: So I think and here's another guess Okay. about Arya Stark. She's gonna kill her.
0: Well, yeah, I mean they're heavily foreshadowing that.
1: You think so? That's not like you're not going think, out on a limb. I don't think they're... What, when have they foreshadowed that, that Arya was going to... the was gonna,
0: whole thing, why they kept going back to her at the end. Like Clearly, they were foreshadowing like, that's Arya is going to kill Daenerys.
1: I don't think so. Yeah. I didn't think that was foreshadowing at all. I think it was just foreshadowing that she lived and Wh- rode a what horse was away. The, no. No. She got on a horse and rode away. That was was the whole
0: point of the everything, like her running around that town and seeing the devastation, the destruction, and her coming to the realization that she's the only one that is going to be able to kill. She's going to kill Daenerys.
1: No, it wasn't. If you watch her running around, there is none of her like looking for Daenerys to try to kill her or thinking like this is all her doing. No, No, it was like I'm trying to just survive. I'm trying to survive and get the hell out of here. Cause she was in the worst place to try to get out, which was right in the middle of the city. So that's why you see her running all the time and like getting collapsed upon. They like they don't they don't say it afterwards, but if you watch the after the show thing, they said that the only reason they put Arya like as the character that you follow mm-hmm. through there is because you have more emotion attached to that character rather than just extras running around. Oh, well, yeah. So they said, you follow her so, so that she's you have, your
0: entryway into the action? Basically.
1: Yeah. Of I e- could see that. exiting the city. And that way you like care about what she's doing rather than just like, you wouldn't care as much about extras running around and the city falling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, the foreshadowing, I guess, I could agree with only when she sees the, like, the mother and daughter laying there, burn up on the ground right before she leaves. Like that part, I think she really thought, like, this is effed up.
0: Man. Yeah, I think she's gonna kill her. I don't know. I don't think Jon Snow's gonna survive. That's the thing. Like, I don't really. I mean, I'm not trying to. Pick apart, like...
1: It's going to be the Starks left. That's it.
0: What What is... I don't know what Daenerys' plan is. I mean, because none of her... I mean, Tyrion can't go to her. No. Obviously, he won't. No. And he's got to play a role in this final episode, too. What's his role going to be? I don't... Obviously... Who
1: knows? I bet you he'll be wrong yeah. with whatever he says.
0: Jon's going to play a role. Obviously, they're both considered traitors now.
1: I, yeah, to Daenerys, yeah. So... But I mean, she's going to get killed, so uh what ha- what happened like i don't understand there's where the story en- goes after there's this there's
0: not enough time to establish anything that even has a semblance of being satisfying
1: agreed <laughs> there isn't cuz like i said so she dies but then what do they do they kill her right at the end and then they just like let you wonder wonder about how the starks go on with everything or
0: I just hate everything about this season. I don't like
1: it. I don't like it. I, it's way too rushed. They should have split this up in an, at least another season. It's just it's
0: taking something that's been so amazing and just
1: basically making a joke. So which um actors have been have been bitching about the season cuz I guess I didn't realize this.
0: Um I can't remember exactly, but I guess the uh, guy who plays Jon Snow said the final episode was terrible or something like that. Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington. I think Emilia Amelia Clark said something about apparently there's like viral videos going on of them watching the cast like I don't know if they have a showing really watching these episodes and like being visibly pissed off.
1: Really? Apparently
0: like it's going around the internet. I haven't been really I'm on gonna the internet to today. am going to have to look it up. So get, gather more information on that and we'll talk about it next time. Okay. So Anyway, that's all the Game of Thrones that I can stand to talk about. I,
1: I would like to know your guys' opinion on this, the listener. Um, whoever's been watching the show, I want to know your guys' yeah, take. Yeah, are
0: we being overly critical? Yeah. It's possible.
1: I'm sure I am because I, I I haven't really enjoyed much of it. And honestly, last night I only watched it because I knew I was going to have to talk about it. Oh, really? About, you weren't for like, recording I was, couldn't I, wait to watch it. I was going to wait. I was like... At first I was like, meh, I don't I don't need to watch it. I'll watch it sometime this week. And I was like, oh no, we're going to record probably sometime this week, so I better watch it soon cuz we usually always record in the first half of the week. Right. And I thought, well, crap, I'm not going to be able to really watch it until Thursday if I don't watch it tonight. So um yeah. So here you know, where I am. your
0: allegiances lie.
1: I it just it hasn't caught my attention because it has been so rushed and I haven't been excited about seeing the. I was excited to see the next episode until the last one when they, they, the last one was okay. But I was like, once they killed her, I was like, I know she's going to go there and destroy the city. Now I know that's what's going to happen because I knew that they were going to fight soon. And I knew that they weren't, nobody was going to like that. And cause Varys called it and now varies is dead. Yeah. Burn him up, you know, and he's sitting up there, you know, Dead, looking down like, <laughs> told you so, like told everybody, <laughs> and then and Jon Snow, what the, f- what the hell is he doing, man? It just bugs the crap out of me that this guy that supposedly led armies and he's been brought back to life to do this thing, killing White Walkers and had a bunch of battles that were really cool earlier in the seasons, and now all of a sudden he's gonna just be like, she's my queen. Yeah, I don't just know. Have where- to stand here and listen. I'm, I don't make decisions anymore. I don't know
0: where that's. It's so against character.
1: Yes, it is a hundred percent against character, and it pisses me like off. Because like
0: his whole thing is kind of an opposite of that. For the whole, you know, and and what has she really done to deserve his allegiance? Uh,
1: nothing. Yes, she showed I mean, up she with has the dragons. army
0: that just ended up being responsible for essentially destroying the White Walkers. But you know. Okay, what else, what have you right. done for me lately?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Besides,
0: he just doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would be impressed. Like, oh, she's got dragons.
1: Impressive, right? Let's well, just follow I was. Her. I was brought back from the dead. Yeah, I you mean, know?
0: I don't know, man.
1: I I don't like it.
0: I did like seeing him come to that realization. You know, in the streets. Yeah. When you saw that,
1: which I assumed he would at that point. Be, as as soon as like, but
0: then apparently came to that realization. And then him and all his guys just stood there for like the next half an hour. Just they being did like
1: staring around, okay. looking at each other. We'll
0: just stand here.
1: Can we leave? <laughs> like, is it ever good time to go yet? Not or? like
0: turn around and be like, okay, well, this is fucked up. We're out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, I don't know. It is again. I want to hear all your guys' opinions on this because I, uh, yeah, maybe I maybe I am just being overly critical. Um, I mean. I can't write this stuff, you know, like how it has to be terribly hard to try to wrap up. I'm sure. And maybe do you think HBO is forcing them into the situation where they're like, OK, we're only going to give you this season left. So. How? No, there's
0: no way. They're making a gold mine. Oh, this I show. know
1: they are, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. You don't see, know what's talked about behind the scenes. I don't know.
0: Maybe it just costs too much to make or something. I don't know. That's possible. Oh,
1: I'm, it, It's like the most expensive show ever made, isn't it?
0: I don't know. I think Maybe. it is.
1: I'm 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 almost positive it is. But I don't know. I think I heard that somewhere once. <laughs> Joe Rogan told me.
0: Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Joe Rogan lately. He's got some interesting cats on.
1: I have not. I haven't listened to basically any of it in a while.
0: He had an a interesting dude on the other day that buys salvaged Teslas and rebuilds them.
1: I saw an article on facebook actually about that guy the
0: guy was super annoying but see it was kind of cool that he was doing that
1: huh yeah because he like um he has a youtube channel scraps his own parts and like makes things for him right um, is he an engineer no
0: i don't know he he's kind of a tool
1: a lot of engineers are <laughs> nothing no, against engineers no, just he's just not an like engineer he's like awkward. a tech guy oh
0: but anyway um it was an interesting enough um
1: podcast is he like uppity like he thinks he's better than you
0: um no i don't know how to ex- describe him it, he just seemed like he was he he seemed like uh there's sometimes you'll get guys on there that you could tell they're just like suck-ups they just like agree with everything that yeah he says or I, I just i just find it annoying he does have an interesting guy i'm listening to right now i can't even remember the guy's name it's like ct something or other he's a fighter And um, he just, he like had a heart transplant a year ago. He's like 60 years old now. He must be retired. But I think it's C.T. Fletcher. Oh, he was a bodybuilder or um, powerlifting champion. He has like the world record for a bunch of powerlifts. I
1: saw that up there. I didn't, I haven't listened to it or anything. He's a cool dude, man. Really? And like,
0: good. That's a good podcast. Very uplifting.
2: Hmm.
1: Doesn't he talk about something about like how he changed?
0: Yeah, he was talking about... You mean like... um Emotionally or changed, like after his surgery? Yeah, like all kinds of stuff like that. He talk, goes into depth about all that, and it's super interesting. He was also talking about how he doesn't know. They won't tell him where the heart came from that he got, but he got a woman's heart that was too small for his body, and he was like super mad when he found out about it because okay. it's not going to last probably that long. But um So he was like mad at the doctors, and the doctor's like, we, that's what we had to do to save your life. Right. That's the only heart we had available. And I guess like, within, is that
1: a thing? I guess I didn't realize yeah, that
0: within a week, the heart grew to fit his body. What? Yeah.
1: That's a, that's a thing Apparently. too. Apparently,
0: So I guess it's all fine now, but he also talks about like how he has, um, he didn't call them dreams. They're not dreams. He just has like waking real realizations And he claims, and he's not, like, trying to be, like, super, super paranormal about it or anything. He's like, I just know or I have a feeling. He's like, I want to know where this heart came from because I just have a strong feeling that it's an Asian lady. And he's like, and every now and again, like, I can just see or hear conversations that she had.
1: What? And he's
0: like, it could be completely bullshit. But, like, I just want to know because I want to know if I'm crazy or if this is, like,
1: a thing. Or, yeah, or if you're, like, feeling part of her. Yeah. That stuff is weird. And he
0: talks to her, like, on a daily basis. They have, like, a rapport.
1: Really? Yeah. Like, in his brain? Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) It's crazy.
0: Whoa. It's a cool podcast. He's a cool dude. And he does it in none of these... I know this like can come off sounding kind of douchey, but it's not when he says it. Like he seems I mean, like I a super genuine
1: dude. Yeah, I don't think it sounds well, douchey. It's coming right, from him. That's so. not the right
0: word. I I just meant like it can sound like um, um, like paranormal or like yeah.
1: kind of. That's that's wild though. I've I I know I've heard people say like after heart surgeries and stuff, you change. Like my grandpa had uh, open heart surgery and after that he got like he's been super emotional. This was early 2000s 2000, so like 2002 or 3. Uh I was still in high school and he had open heart surgery and ever since then like he's overly emotional on everything.
0: Okay, that's funny. He kind of talks about that some, or something similar like that. He's like the, the experience of dying. He talks a lot about that. The experience of dying. He died 3 times. Wow. Before he got this heart transplant. And obviously was resuscitated every time, but he's like that experience, it completely changes you is basically what he was saying. Yeah. And he's like, you, you, I know what you're thinking. Like, Oh, not me. That's just somebody saying that. But he's like, no, it just fundamentally changes every aspect of who you are.
1: So right. kind of similar. That's crazy. I'm definitely gonna have to listen to that one. Cause that intrigues me. Yeah. Like I want to know about that Asian lady. <laughs> yeah. Like if that's, so is there a reason why the doctors don't tell him this? Like is I there I don't know. It seems like, like
0: a, there shouldn't be, but Cuz I've
1: always heard about these things maybe of it's people up to going, the donor. On, you know, like um like people going and listening to the hearts of their like loved ones in other people's chests and like I don't know, people knowing about who was donated yeah. where. I don't know and why
0: this is not known. Maybe it's a choice it, to the donor. It could be. Or it, to their or the family. family.
1: Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I don't know why you would do that, though. Or maybe the... No, I don't know. It was
0: crazy hearing him talk about... It's like um, a super long recovery. And like... um,
1: For a heart transplant? Yeah.
0: It was like... It's like a year. And even now... It really
1: doesn't surprise me, though, I guess. I would assume it would be. And then
0: there's a lot like you can just like never do again. Like run? Yeah. That's one thing. Like there was a video... Like he's a YouTube personality, I guess. So there was like a video like right after he had the hand transplant and he got out of the hospital and stuff. And he, like, he was still like struggling to walk and stuff, which is one thing that I found weird. Like it took him a long time to walk again, which doesn't seem like for a heart transplant, that would be a thing necessarily. I guess so probably if you're has talking to do with your heart rate and your blood you know, circulation, circulation,
1: because if you're not oxygenating like all the parts of your body correctly, which would be through Circulation, like pumping the blood there. Yeah, and I'm
0: assuming in the meantime of that transplant, like that muscle, the heart is a muscle. So it probably parts of it atrophy and they have to be. Yeah,
1: because that's the thing. Like, how do you rate how good the heart is after it's not been beating for so long?
0: Right. I mean, it must have a certain amount of cellular death.
1: Yeah, you would assume. And you can't regrow. Well, he did. It must. He he did if it's bigger. I mean, it
0: must regenerate over time that's, that's why it has a long recovery period but anyway he had a video of him running and he falls which apparently is bad. bad yeah and like his doctors saw the video and they're like freaking out like don't ever do that
1: again yeah. <laughs> that's crazy i don't i wish i understood that stuff it's, like who are these people that figure this out i don't know man who are you come on the show that we're just (laughs) if if any heart surgeons are listening to this podcast which i'm sure there's a million of them out there that are listening to us we would like to have you on the show and talk to you about how you did this i don't want to
0: discount heart surgeons or heart surgery which i imagine is crazy like but maybe that's just it is what we imagine maybe it's not that complicated have you ever thought about that
1: no uh, no it is No,
0: but I don't mean it like that. I mean, like, (laughs) is it as simple as just, like... Swapping it out.
1: Yeah. Just swapping out a battery. Like,
0: There's, like, four arteries, right? Main arteries or something going in the heart. You just cut them, put the new one in there, and just sew them back together, and then they are like, I hope that works.
1: (laughs) I mean... Or is there, like, more to it? That's probably how it started, and and it failed miserably until they realized what else you needed to do.
0: What else do you need to do? You
1: got to cut the pericardium. Duh!
0: Are there nerves? And then
1: you gotta seal it back up with the new pair. Well, there must be
0: nerves. So, do you reattach nerves? I don't or do you think just you can glob them a together, nerve. and they just kind of grow back together.
1: It's that's exactly what you do: glob nerves together. That's what they, they're like. Give me a glob of nerve. Yeah, fifty cc's of nerve nerve. No, glob, I think it's stat. like in
0: Avatar when they take their little ponytail thing and it like tentacles up.
1: Yep, that's what they they have to do. That
0: tentacle it up. Tentacle no, you up. would
1: I guess the nerves would have to reattach themselves.
0: L- Listen, there's a lot of heart surgeons out there, a lot of them.
1: I know and I want one of them to come on the podcast and talk to us about it. But this.
0: I'm just saying there's a lot of heart surgeons and if it was like the most difficult thing to do, there wouldn't be so many.
1: But if you take the amount of heart surgeons that are in the US compared to the like actual census of like yeah. the population, it's like 1% probably or less.
0: Totally, I'm I'm not, I'm sa- I'm not saying that's, that's not, not a lot, but if it was like something that was like almost so impossibly difficult, then you'd have like five heart surgeons in the United States. But instead, you have like you know a lot more than five. There's got to be at least ten.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> yes, there are probably at least ten.
0: No, there's basically one at every hospital, right? And one or two at every hospital, probably uh, decent-sized de- hospital. I mean,
1: yeah, depending on the hospital, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about this. I've joked for years and years to Amy that I'm basically a doctor, but I'm not a heart surgeon. Okay, I um, was.
0: I had. Uh, I was performed on by a heart surgeon.
1: You were. You had an ablation.
0: A, yeah, cardiac ablation. Right, right. Which isn't really. Um, I don't know if that technically considered surgery. More of a procedure. A
1: procedure. Yeah. Um, he was a burn a, something off of your yeah, yeah. heart.
0: He was a um, electro cardiologist electro something something an electrician specializes in the electrical impulses he works for mead but this guy was like the one like the one in the united States, like he pioneered the surgery
1: i mean there's probably 10 of them at least that have pioneered (laughs) well
0: he founded like the whole surgery and the department at university of chicago and then moved to northwestern and founded their entire electrocardiogram program
1: well, meat electric's been around for a while, Chris. <laughs> yeah, that's a big deal. Uh, I bet was, you he's got some money.
0: Hmm. I don't know, but all I remember when I was in that um, rich. surgical room or whatever, and I was like, it, it wasn't like full out. It was like twilight, right? So I was oh, like yeah. in and out of it, yeah. And they were totally playing like a '90s punk rock station on Sirius that was like nonstop, like Blink One Eighty Two and Good oh, really? Charlotte. <laughs> some 41 some 41 and bands like that i'm like i kept waking up i'm like all right this is pretty good <laughs> yeah i like this and then i look over at the nurse and be like why the fuck am i awake
1: yeah i think they do I that don't want to be awake well i do think they do that obviously on purpose because one they'd have to intubate you if you were like actually under anesthesia do they really 100 percent. you always have to be intubated if you go under anesthesia
0: so, it's funny. We were just on a... Win- I didn't
1: know this either until Amy told me. <laughs> we were just
0: recently. driving home from Streeter, and uh, Marley was saying, hey, how does... I don't know where it came from, but she's like, how does um, uh, anesthesia work? And I'm hmm. like, I don't know. Because you're not sleeping.
1: Uh, no. You're, there, like you're dead. You're, right? you're in a coma. You're like, it's a forced coma, basically. So, then I uh, looked it up. From what I've heard.
0: And it like the medication they give you basically like block completely blocks the nerves from like your brain to whatever part of body you want to do so if it's your whole if it's full anesthesia i would assume from your brain stem down everything is just gone lights out
1: right it is it's it depends on what they're doing there's different like but they yeah, don't there's control types your of heart it. right um no your heart still beats but they i don't i'm not sure i'd have to ask amy again but you Maybe can't the breathe on your own.
0: It, so you can't breathe on your own or no. they just concerned about you like swallowing or drowning or that
1: too okay but they're breathing for you
0: something's compressing your chest
1: um yeah i think so no like they oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. forced into you yeah they don't have to like compress your chest it's just like does That's it crazy for you. man um
0: it's crazy how high yeah, of a success wild. rate they have for surgery in general. Right. And doctors in general.
1: It's very successful. Like,
0: people complain about doctors and, like, med- medicine, but, like, the success rate is out of control high. Like, it's You're super not high.
1: supposed to be opened up. Like, really. <laughs> you know, like, it's not, sub- you're sealed up for a reason, you know? Yeah. And it's wild that we can do that. And th- But think about, what I always think about is, like, in the Civil War times, when they were just hacking legs off and stuff. Because it was better to do that than just live with the infection. Yeah. But then again, hacking your leg off was almost guaranteed infection because they didn't know anything about it. They're just like, well, you're going to either lose a lot of blood from this hole or we get to hack your leg off and it might work. Yeah. That was it. It's like, this might work. And people lived.
0: Well, I think they were more concerned with... um yeah, you know, like gangrenous infection.
1: Right, but they couldn't control it after they cut your leg off either because I think they you used.
0: Had a better chance. Okay, so if you had like a leg wound, right. or something like that, I think you had a way better chance of not having an infection if you amputate the limb.
1: Correct, especially of it spreading through your blood. Right. The problem with that is like they didn't have any sterilization processes yet.
0: Yeah, but try try and uh, like if you have a like a just a pile like bloody tissue ripped apart oh yeah try can't like fix fixing that, that versus, You have to cut all that versus out. like just cauterizing a stump
1: right i know the problem is is that cauterizing doesn't get rid of all infection either right so like everybody got infections no matter what after a surgery it's just they could like they knew where it came from and they could try to treat that but really most people died yeah that's nuts. And then they didn't have anesthesia either. So they just hacked your leg off were awake weight. Was
0: that Louis Pasteur. He did that it, man. That guy. He is did. that
1: who... No, he thought of pasteurization, pasteurization right? <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> um, it's who were you trying to think of? I don't know. Whoever invented penicillin or discovered penicillin.
1: Oh, yeah. Who was that? That was... Not oh, Louis. I can't, I can't think. Not of it. Louis Pasteur. No, he...
0: Alexander Fleming.
1: Oh right, and he found it from bread mold. Yeah, I knew that. Um, he
0: it was Scottish, and he defined new horizons for modern antibiotics with his discoveries of enzyme, uh, lysozyme, and the antibiotic substance penicillin. Which, yeah, it's crazy that people also search for. Louis Pasteur, by the way.
1: Okay. Well, you're, they're wrong, so that doesn't make you right.
0: Well, maybe he did something related he, to antibiotics. Maybe that's why I said that.
1: Well, I mean, he figured out how to pasteurize things to make it safe for consumption. I mean, consumption.
0: Selman Waksman was considered the father of antibiotics. Hmm. He was born in a rural Ukrainian town.
1: I do think it's crazy that penicillin is still like widely used like prevalently Isn't as it? a good antibiotic yeah
0: penicillin yes is that the same thing as amoxicillin
1: all cillins come from the same family oh really yes that and i know that because i'm allergic to all of them
0: oh that's terrible
1: yeah i can never take a cillin so
0: probably gonna die
1: no they've got plenty of other antibiotics they do. yes <laughs> why are you asking these dumb questions what, what are of the course, other ones i don't know i've, I've uh, taken cipro yeah cipro's bad apparently
0: yeah well i mean you gotta take it to when you go to Africa, you take a bottle of Cipro. This is really it? fast acting. It's super powerful.
1: I've heard, but people have gotten though. really sick from that stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's good for you. But if you're like got dysentery in a bush of Alaska, you're taking oh, yeah. Cipro. Yeah, That's what for you sure.
1: You are. you are taking it. <laughs> there's um, there's one that starts with a B. I've taken a lot. I don't remember what it's called. Down though, Amy. I don't. I don't remember these things. I just ask Amy. Bactine no <laughs> yep Yeah. just drank a bottle of bactine wait what was it? again up. that's it's the, like uh, a washing thing like you wash it's
0: alcohol right
1: you like wash out wounds with that
0: it's a first aid treatment yeah
1: it is but it, it's not an antibiotic it's not on a cellular level
0: uh it's uh antiseptic and lidocaine a topical anesthesia and anesthetic
1: Oh, so it like numbs the pain and cleans yeah.
0: it. I think you take like Bactine. If you got like a mosquito bites, you can put Bactine on it.
1: And uh, Caladril.
0: Yeah, Caladril lotion. hmm That shit is garbage. It my is. mom always used just, to say, mom always had <laughs> bottles of that stuff.
1: <laughs> we did too. My mom used to be like, let's just lather you up. Yeah, and, and then you got like pink all pink. over you. <laughs> yeah, everywhere.
0: Did you ever I'd have to pink. take an oatmeal bath?
1: Oh, yeah. I yeah. did that with uh, chicken pox. How come nobody it does that work. anymore? That didn't work either because it doesn't work. That's why.
0: But like that was a definite thing when we were kids was everybody took oatmeal baths. Yes,
1: if if you had chicken pox. Well, yeah.
0: If you had chicken. Nobody gets chicken pox anymore, do they?
1: Yeah. I mean.
0: Don't they, they have a, a vaccine now? Yeah, they t- totally well, do. Oh, maybe they
1: do. You're right. Yeah, I think Grady's had a chicken pox vaccine. They already. have a
0: vaccine now. I don't think they get them anymore, but. They if they do get them, it's like much less severe. I think that maybe they still get them, but you get like a couple
1: pox. Really? Oh, just a couple of them pox, yeah. them little pox, a pox. Hey, um, the, wait, got any, you any of them pox? Ooh, hey, talk about pox. I had smallpox vaccine, and um before we deployed, that's that's terrible. Like it, it hurts if you no the vaccine itself. So they. They've got this needle that has, it's like five needles all in one. It's like a, it's like a tattooing needle almost. And so it's inside of the, the, it's like inside of a tube and it has the virus on it, you know, and then they poke your arm like a bunch of times in a row and they just keep poking you in like a little circle and they do it like 15 times and then they say, okay, you're done. And then they put a, they put a aid over it and you go the very next day. So all of us did this before we deployed, All get the, we get, there was like a whole day of getting vaccines, like just shot after shot after shot. But after that one, the next day we all woke up and every single one of us felt like we got hit by a bus. Like all of your lymph nodes are swollen, like all of them. Yeah. So your whole body is like completely sore and swollen. And I remember waking up and like looking over at Schofield. He lives in Shanahan. Um, and yeah Michael no actually that's his cousin oh, okay um it, he was in a prison it's not a big deal like broke out uh he uh he was next to me he was my roommate in in our or we lived in the same trailer when we were deployed but he was also next to me in this barracks in Indiana and i remember looking over at him and he's like what happened i, was like, I don't know like i feel terrible everybody did and then it, we got better but you get a big like small a big smallpox on your arm and it itches terribly. And they said, you cannot touch it. You cannot take your bandaid off. If you touch it, um, it will spread, you know? And then they said, leave your bandaid on no matter what, do not wash it. Like if you drag a rag over it or a towel of any sort that you're going to spread it. And they said, be wary of getting satellite pox cause they will start to show up if you've spread it at all. And I had one. I had one little satellite puck that came off of it, but they itched so bad. And you couldn't touch it until uh, until the scab fell off on its own. Could you
0: put calamine lotion on no, it? No,
1: you couldn't even. They kept <laughs> could telling you. Take you like, take an oatmeal bath? <laughs> yeah. They kept telling you, like, make sure you take a regular oatmeal bath just like because it cures like
0: everything. Ten military dudes in, like, a oatmeal hot tub. <laughs> oatmeal baths just one of them in the middle with a big stirring stick just stirring it up that's what we
1: did that's what we did made some hot oatmeal (laughs) with our pox
0: oh that's gross it
1: was not good and then so everybody had to wait for the scab to fall off and they're like don't ever take your band-aid off either but everybody's band-aids fell off like on their own because they lose stickiness and then everybody's like got these like latex gloves on picking up band-aids all over this barracks i don't know how people didn't get covered in it but i've seen some pictures
0: because it's like probably a severely i mean it's not a it's like a weakened viral strain right i would
1: assume so yes Um, but i've seen pictures of people with smallpox covering their whole body i i don't even know how they were sitting up from like the 1920s well, long, yeah, a it's long time It's not been ago. around for a long time. No, it was a long, long time ago, but I've seen pictures of them, and they look absolutely awful. Yeah. Like, not even like a human anymore.
0: I didn't ever have, have that one. I had a bunch of other ones when I went to Africa, tons of them. Yeah. Uh, yellow fever. Uh, to take that stupid malaria medicine, which makes you have horrific nightmares, apparently. It didn't for me, but... Oh, really? Common side effect of the malarium It's called malarium or something like that. Is it just
1: like Chantex?
0: Is that one of their side effects?
1: You don't know, chantex like the yeah, smoking, the smoking thing? stuff. Yeah, it gives people like terrible lucid dreams and uh, suicidal thoughts. Hmm. That's yeah, bad. so do,
0: I think that malaria medicine does, too. Yeah, and then I had to have like a bunch of other ones, but I hmm. had
1: an a- anthrax was bad too. That one kind of hurts. Gives you like a big baseball sized knot in your arm. Jeez. And then that's like a series of four shots over like. So you're eight basically months. indestructible. Right now, yeah, yeah. No, not anymore because that was over ten years ago. Now, so I'm
0: I could just imagine you walking out of there and being like, "Well, that's normal. a piss poor super soldier serum."
1: Just <laughs> <laughs> made me get oh, into an oatmeal bath. I with wish I...
0: <laughs> naked dudes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Why do all of us have to take an oatmeal? bath and Why do together? all of us have to be naked? <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Take your pants off. And why Come are on.
0: you stirring this up with an oar?
1: <laughs> why am I in a dry oatmeal bath? <laughs> why are you just pouring bottles of dry oatmeal <laughs> on my naked body? This is Is weird. that what
0: the oatmeal bath was? Just Quaker oats? I think so. Or was there like a formulation? I think they had
1: to be like uh what do they call them? Who's Rolled oats, of this? steel steel-cut oats. Have you
0: uh, Man, I bought steel-cut oats once and I thought like you this gotta, is some this is buzzworthy. Everybody's talking about steel-cut oats.
1: Yeah, but you got to soak them overnight, You're don't fucking you? Fucking terrible. <laughs> They're really bland, right? I'm like, right? Well,
0: all the hipsters are eating steel cut oats, so I'm going to get some. Yeah, well, yeah, that's Yeah, you what... got to like soak them. It takes forever to cook them. Isn't
1: forever. that when you feed horses?
0: I that's when I didn't realize that like it's feed. Oatmeal wasn't instant oatmeal. Like instant oatmeal, like Quaker yeah. instant oatmeal is different than like what... oatmeal.
1: Well, what is the difference? I don't understand I don't what know. the Obviously, difference it's... is between the instant and the the, the soaked. Well, I don't know. Cut.
0: Something about it makes it be instant within like a minute and a half in the microwave, whereas the other stuff does not.
1: It's probably the carcinogenic powder that they put in there.
0: <laughs> it's so good, though.
1: It is. I do love oatmeal. I Do you like oatmeal? Uh,
0: absolutely. Here's
1: my thing with oatmeal. All right. After I eat it, love it, eat a bunch of it, think it's really good. By the time lunch rolls around, I'm freaking starving.
0: It's your blood sugar.
1: Is it? Yeah. It's, oh, it's, gosh, it's I get carbs, so man.
0: It's straight. hungry. It spikes your insulin and then it crashes and then you're starving.
1: But I was always under the impression, and again, this is from my mother, and I think it was like what is ingrained in their brain. It's like this is a hearty, thick yeah. breakfast that will keep you full for a while sticks to your ribs no
0: mom just because it's sticky
1: yeah no that's did your mom say that sticks to your ribs no oh i this she always said this will stick to your ribs which means like keep you full for a long time it does not like by 10 o'clock i'm starving and want to eat my desk
0: it's it's a sugar crash that's what it is plus that stuff's full of sugar too but it's so good i haven't had oatmeal in years but i had some the other day I'm so
1: like, you have had it in years.
0: Well, before that. Oh. Okay. And I forgot how good it was. <laughs> yeah. And I've Which, only ever like had the maple flavor. That's it? Yeah, that's like the best flavor. No, the,
1: there's apples very good. Well, I love apples.
0: I this I had apple for the first time.
1: And it was amazing. Wasn't it was
0: it? pretty good. I still like the maple better though.
1: Do you really? Yeah. Have you ever mixed a maple and an apple together? Nope. You should.
0: What are some of the other ones? There's like a strawberry, peaches one. And cream, uh, yeah. strawberry. I've never tried any of that garbage.
1: Um, I think there's one. Uh, I'm sure they've got a blueberry around there somewhere. Uh, what else? Let's. There's a cinnamon roll one that Quaker makes. Ooh, that'd be good. Um,
0: Is there an apricot?
1: I'm pretty sure it's pronounced apricot. It's actually pronounced apricot. Who says? Me, I say you're a tree guy. You would know, they grow on trees, right?
0: They do. Yeah.
1: You ever got any
0: apricot trees? Yeah, I got some apricot trees grown not fifty feet from here.
1: Really? Yeah. I don't know if I've ever eaten like that fruit. Are you kidding me? No. Are you kidding me? I I ain't joking. They're so good. Are they? Yeah. Like, is it like a pear or like a it's peach? like a
0: peach? But, um.
1: I've had apricot jam,
0: yeah, it's like a peach, it's kind of like a small
1: peach, so you can eat the skin, yeah, it doesn't have a pit,
0: uh, I believe it has a pit, yeah,
1: do you are these trees that you have outside able to be picked from? Yes, so I can have one this year, sure, for the first time ever,
0: yeah, or you could just go get one at the grocery store i
1: I don't know if I've ever seen them,
0: oh, they have be, them, yeah. There like, might not be a season right To be, be honest, I don't right know now. if
1: I've ever really seen them.
0: We had a dragon fruit the other day because Cash really wanted it. I have never had that. I've either. never had it either. It has no taste. It's just like bleh. that's can't it's like be a true. kiwi. So it looks like a kiwi, but it's white and it has basically no flavor.
1: It looks like a kiwi, but it's white. Like it's on, the white? on the inside, on the yeah yeah like yeah. The it looks luxury, really good with like black and black dots yeah, on it. it, like a kiwi. Yeah,
0: but instead of green, it's white and it tastes like nothing.
1: Really? Yeah. It's not sweet?
0: Mm, not particularly, no.
1: Tell me, explain the texture.
0: Um, Kiwi. <laughs>
1: hmm, okay. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Maybe a little more gelatinous than kiwi.
1: Does it remind you of another fruit of some sort?
0: It's similar to kiwi. Okay. All right. The bird. <laughs> yeah, the bird. Uh-huh. Um, Flightless bird. Yeah, fl- uh, fry it up. They claim to be extinct, but I don't believe it. Yeah. Or like the people from oh, New Zealand, New Zealand.
1: The kiwis. Why do they call them that?
0: Because that's where kiwis come from. Well, that's why they call kiwis fruit kiwi. Probably. <laughs> yeah. What oh, came man. first, now the we're... kiwi or
1: the kiwi fruit? <laughs> now we've gotten into a Look, rabbit we're hole. We're in
0: the weeds here. <laughs>
1: where my sister is
0: allergic to kiwi. Uh, why? Um, it makes her tongue swell up.
1: That's what penicillin oh, does to me. Oh, so
0: that's what the story was. So we got the dragon fruit. Cash wanted it for Easter. So my sister went and found some, and she made a fruit salad. And she put dragon fruit. It was fun. She cut it up with Cash and had him do it, so it was cool. But I never had any that day. So we had some left over the next day. And Marla's like, hey, did you try the dragon fruit? I'm like, no. She's like, well, try it. So I took a bite of the dragon fruit, and I just looked at her. And I'm like, uh, my tongue is swelling up. No way. I said, my tongue is swelling up. And, I, and I'm like, and she's like laughing. And I'm like, no, seriously. my tongue was falling up.
1: <laughs> it was like that bad right away?
0: Okay, let me finish the story. Okay. <laughs> she's like, and then she started like freaking out. I'm like, I've a load of my tongue is falling up. And she starts freaking out. And she's like, we got go to go. Are you being serious? You need to tell me right now if you're being serious. Because we need to go to the emergency room if you're being serious. I'm like, I'm and so she starts freaking out, running around. She's like, "We're going right now!" And I'm like, "No, I'm totally kidding."
1: <laughs> okay, I was gonna say because it was if it was like that instant, it would be you'd be dead.
0: She was not happy with me. I'm sure suffice she wasn't. it to say, <laughs>
1: I'm sure she wasn't. That's funny. I don't have uh, I don't have any food allergies or fruit allergies because. Uh, I haven't found any yet, and I'm really glad.
0: I don't have any food allergies either because um, I'm not a total
1: <laughs> right. But we, as two a, other people, we, are a, allergic. I to, am
0: all that is mine.
1: Not true. We are so allergic to everything else, though. Yes. On sir, the sir. outside of a building,
0: I'm very allergic to feathers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feathers really bother me. No, that's for and, real. That
0: was like one of my. I had one of those allergy scratch tests at my allergy doctor. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, "You are off the charts allergic to feathers," and I'm like, "Yeah, I know." And horses, very allergic to horses. Um,
1: cats, I don't know why I find <laughs> this so funny because I'm just as the allergic the feather
0: one really was the way she said it, just a like, real,
1: real downer. <laughs> she's
0: just like, and you know, the more I thought about, like I am like anytime I have to be around or even near a bird's nest. Oh, really? It's so I don't. Devastating. I
1: don't think you'll take a, a tour of my chicken coop.
0: Um. No, I don't know that like chickens have ever bothered me though.
1: They have feathers. Did you know that? I know.
0: I don't know. Like it just seems non-specific <laughs> to say you're allergic to feathers.
1: It's like only bluebird and feathers. I'm like, okay,
0: what feathers? And she's just like, I don't know, feathers. Well,
1: every like, every type of robin <laughs> can't have robins around. Um,
0: know? And then she's like, well, you're very, very, very allergic to mosquitoes. And I'm like, well, everybody's allergic to mosquitoes. She's right. like, no. Most people just have a reaction like from the mosquito saliva, mm-hmm. but you're allergic to the mosquito saliva. And so like everybody is to a certain extent, obviously, but yeah, I guess, a bit of and it's true when I get, um, mosquito bites, they get huge and they're super painful and they last forever. Really? Yeah. It sucks.
1: That does suck. <laughs> cow. I've never seen you all bumpy and red though. Are from you kidding them. me? No. I mean, you must keep covered up well.
0: Well, I had like really bad hives like forever.
1: Well, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. But that was that from mosquitoes?
0: Um, no, that was like a, well, they don't really know what it's from. It's definitely not from mosquitoes. You're just allergic to something. That was like a, it was a liver issue,
1: I think. That was a while ago then. Yeah. So, how do you farm? <laughs> that's weird. my question i like, don't know
0: i'm really allergic to soybean dust me too but everybody's it's allergic to soybean the, it's the dust, worst
1: gary's not yeah. my father-in-law just lives in it and it's he really bad for you him. To yeah inhale he knows that now and started at 64 started wearing masks around it but i still don't wear masks though why wouldn't you because they suck i do i have to because my asthma will kill me yeah around soybeans i
0: um i was in a really bad bin like last, I think it was last year.
1: Yeah, yeah, you got real sick. Yeah,
0: I did. I got really sick. I it was actually like ridiculous. I was like mad at myself. Oh. You had some
1: green lung. I thought
0: I had farmer's lung.
1: Isn't that? Yeah, that's what it is. Farmer's lung.
0: Then I started looking it up. It's like really
1: bad. <laughs> and then you got yourself really scared. <laughs> yeah, but I made it out. I survived. Good job. Now you survived to do it again this year. Yes, I will. How do you get bad bins just from water? Um, that particular one.
0: It, um, it never got leveled very mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. so I filled it all the way full, so it was like a big mound cone. at the top, peak yeah. at the top. So what happens is when you dry it with the air, yes. um, the air takes the path of least resistance. So essentially the air flows through the grain drying it, but it kind of always goes around that spot. The cone. The cone. Yeah. And then it also, as your drying front moves up through the bin, it pushes the moisture up through the bin, and then it all kind of concentrates in that spot, and then just kind of heats up. It, it was gets... like 120 degrees in there, Whew. and I was shoveling. This probably shouldn't be telling this story, but <laughs> <laughs> I was shoveling this, in it, and I was the only person down there by oh, myself. Nobody knew where I was. Good idea. And I'm shoveling. It was literally like 120 degrees in there, and like it was so dusty and cloudy, like I could have barely even see anything. And after like 15, or like. 10 minute, not even minutes of shoveling. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, can't like, I got to stop and catch my breath. I'm like, I'm so out of shape. This is ridiculous. It wasn't, it wasn't out of shape. That, no, it was actually having no oxygen in my lungs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and being poisoned. By yeah. What, and being, what was in the air. Yeah.
0: It was bad. And so then I kind of recovered from that time. And then like two days later, I had to go finish that shoveling job.
1: I remember that
0: the second story. time.
1: That's what really got you. Yeah, That's what really killed you. Did not you go to a hospital for that? No, I did not. Oh, I thought you did. No, I
0: have like all kinds of inhalers and nonsense,
1: <laughs> right? Because you're allergic to feathers. <laughs> because of the feather allergy. So, Chris, I see you uh, hacking into a cardboard well, I, I was box just, over there.
0: Um, you know, I don't know
1: what's I was in just that getting box. It ready? You know. Well, we only have four minutes left. So. Jesus Christ! How does it go so fast? <laughs> I don't know. We have I four like minutes. I honestly
0: feel like we just are getting started.
1: Well, that's Like, that.
0: Stella's just getting her groove back over here.
1: Right, an hour and 56 minutes ago.
0: God, we need to record for two hours and then start and the then show? And then start <laughs> hurt the show.
1: Oh, goodness. What's in the box?
0: What is in this box? This is a new box.
1: Brand spanking.
0: So we've taken a break from the oldies and the goodies to check out the newies and the goodies.
1: So, uh, real quick, I've come to figure out that. Summer Shandy is really—it's not my favorite because um, I've been sucking on this one beer. You've been for really two nursing hours. that. Two hours—that's ridiculous. I'm not and a it's fan like, of Summer Shandy or any Leinenkugel beer. Oh, really? I don't know if I've ever had any of the others besides this one.
0: There was a kid that I went to college with; that was obsessed with Leinenkugel. Like he made like a pilgrimage to the brewery every year. He had like paddles and. All mm. kinds of line and Google stuff.
1: He seems cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was cool. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> What's in the box? What's
0: in the box? Um The Amazing Spider Man. Hunted. Hunted.
1: Is that Killer Crack? Um, Looks like him. no. <laughs> oh. It's um Killer The crack. Lizard. Killer Crack is a DC uh character, by the way. Yeah. If nobody caught that.
0: Oh, what is this? Spider Man: The War of the Realms.
1: Yeah, that's a thing that's going on right now.
0: Midgard's most webtacular warrior, oh, dude. That
1: looks awesome. Haven't you seen any of the stuff for that? No, not really. It's all over Comicsology.
0: Look at that, Daredevil number four. <sighs>
1: that's Zidarski.: So that's the one I want you to read okay. real bad because that book's good. I'm gonna read this tonight. Well, you, have you read one, two, or three?
0: Oh no, I thought you meant this—literally this one. No, th-
1: yeah, that one. But you got to read one through three man, in that's order to great. get to that. It's really good art. It's amazing. It's my favorite right now. Is the Punisher? That's the one
0: you told me that you were not telling me. You, you didn't want to tell me the end. Exactly. Oh, that's man. why I want
1: you to stop flipping through that book. <laughs> Batman number sixty-nine: The Dark Reunion. The Dark Reunion. Looks like Catwoman and Batman back together, huh? Yeah. Because they got married and then divorced. Like
0: naked dudes wrestling. That's weird.
1: Whew, my kind of book. Do they got any oatmeal in there? <laughs>
0: what is going on here?
1: They have. I just want to know if there's oatmeal involved. It's Bane. Okay. Hmm. Anyway.
0: Um, oatmeal. Let yeah.
1: see some of that Bane.
0: <laughs>
1: well, I'm I saying.
0: Bane's been on Gotham, too recently.
1: I really need to watch that mo- that show. Hey, you do. Have you been watching it? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Batman number 68. Okay. Oh, Good.
0: that uh that um is that the bachelor at party or the one right? That's the I, one you were know. talking about that in an earlier episode.
1: No, I wasn't.
0: <sighs> Fine. Whatever you
1: say. <laughs> I don't even know what that one is. Winter Soldier oh, number yeah. 5.
0: That's a Kyle Higgins one it right is. there.
1: I posted that on our Instagram and Facebook pages for people to read.
0: Spider-Man The Hunted number 19
1: Hmm. collection. That one looks... What's on the cover?
0: We got the Rhino. We got Vulture. We got...
1: Vulture looks cool.
0: Some kind of a walrus dude.
1: Tusk? Yeah. Kevin Smith's Tusk?
0: I can't wait to see Jane Silent Bob reboot. He said it's exactly
1: the same as Strikes Back. I'm excited about that. When does it come out? But not till like next year. No. Yeah.
0: I was hoping it was like this fall. New Dead Man Logan, number six of twelve. I haven't
1: read that yet, and I want to. Yeah. Because I'm waiting for basically the whole run to be done. Because I remember talking about that on an earlier podcast as well that they were coming out with that, and there's already six issues out. So.
0: I think they can stop putting Captain Marvel on the back of every every single,
1: single one. Yeah. That, Yeah, I, I've well, noticed what, that.
0: When are these from? Um, April 1st.
1: Oh, a month ago. Oh. That's still very new.
0: The Walking Dead 190. Your favorite.
1: Yeah, love it. Love The Walking Dead. Star Wars number 64. Looks the same as the rest. I'm kind of over the Star Wars comic books, too, just because they all look the same, and I don't understand... You should read them. Really? You think so?
0: Well, I mean... Obviously, I'm not even anywhere near 64, but I've read the first two or three trades. So, that'd be like 1 through 15, probably something. And they're good? Oh, yeah. They're really good? Oh,
1: okay. I'll believe you, but every cover looks exactly the same.
0: I mean, that 1 through 15 would have been from like... 2014 so I'm way behind on it. If you guys haven't realized this I'm way behind on all of these.
1: Yeah, every one of them. Chris does not read comic books he just collects them.
0: I don't have time You do I spend all my free time podcasting
1: Well, and listening to podcasts, that's your problem. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man That one does not look good the Hunted. me. I don't like that See, that's where Spider-Man really drags me down is when they give you shit covers like that With an ape on the front.
0: Deadpool number 11. Is that Batman? It can't be. No. Where? It looks kind of like Batman.
1: Well, Batman's a DC character. so obviously,
0: but sometimes they do crossovers.
1: Mm, Very rarely.
0: I don't know who that character is, but I like it. I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah, looks good.
0: I got out my new comic horror boxes the other day.
1: Oh, you got them out? Yeah, Did... one, one of
0: them. I put one together.
1: Are they like labor intensive?
0: Um, no. Well, they just the first one because I had to figure out how to do it. Yeah, but not they won't be now. Amazing Spider-Man number eighteen. There's so many Spider-Man. Why in are the there month.
1: so many Spider-Mans, Chris? This is ridiculous. Daredevil number go. three. There's another one. That's a good one, Mister Zadarski. That book sets up a lot of stuff. A lot I'm of excited. stuff happens in that book there.
0: Oh, we finally get a different over cover. The, Shazam.
1: Shazam. Look at that guy.
0: Ooh, I like this cover. Batman, number 67.
1: All the All way, the way down. down. It's just amazing how good a lot of those books are, Batman books. Like, isn't it crazy that they have pretty successful runs most of the time?
0: It really is. Like,
1: I know they, pro- they pull a lot of big names to write batman i get that but man i don't know I
0: just look at the size of this it's really good lazarus risen issue number one
1: holy that's all one issue
0: it's like a trade paperback
1: holy crap
0: you haven't read this right no
1: i haven't i have it on comiXology i just never read it yet um i i don't know why i haven't but i should how many how many pages was that
0: um a lot this is like a, a that's regular, a graphic novel. Okay, it has novels. a spine. It's basically a graphic novel. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. They don't have page counts on them, Jerry. I didn't
1: know if it did or not. No. That's crazy huge. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about that. Is 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 it the same writer?
0: What is this like, Craig Rucka? Your last meal on Earth. It's like almost like a mini. Uh,
1: Looks good, lobster though. Yeah. I like lobster. Do you like lobster?
0: Uh, Lazarus Risen is Greg Rucka, yes. Okay. Do I like lobster? Um, Depends.
1: Well, I mean, not like lobster from Illinois, but like good lobster from the East Coast. I mean,
0: it's fine. I think it's overpriced. I I, like a good lobster bisque. I really love a good lobster roll. Yes. It's my favorite thing.
1: Dude, I had an awesome lobster roll in Rhode Island, flew into Rhode Island. This would have been like in 2013 or 14 and, uh, for a wedding. And it was like the best thing I've ever eaten was this one lobster roll. As soon as we got there, literally landed, get to the hotel. There was like a sports bar across the street. I asked the people at the hotel, like who makes the best lobster roll? And they're like, Oh, literally the place right across the street is the best in almost all of Rhode Island. Really? All right. So we go over there. I I don't even know how to explain it.
0: Big chunks of lobster?
1: Yes. Yeah. It was so So good. So I
0: went to Salem, Massachusetts. So another lobster area. Yeah. And I did the same exact thing. And I had a lobster roll there. And it was it's cool because they're like just big chunks of lobster. Yeah. But the mayonnaise-based sauce that it was contained in was not good. Oh, really? So I was kind of uh, let down on that. Well,
1: so then I went to, we went to another place and a couple people said they, this place makes them better than that, even though they told me this is the best place in town. So we went to this other restaurant and they had like, sh- like ch- chopped up lobster. Like shredded. Yeah. It was basically shredded. And, um, it, I didn't think it was good either. Cause it was like overly fishy. Yeah. It was, like, very, very sea-tasting hmm. to me. It wasn't—I don't think lobster has a fishy taste to it at all. No, not really. This tasted like fish, and I was like, that's wrong. Hmm. You know,
0: like- in uh, Canada, they have—McDonald's uh, has a Lobster roll, or they used to. Really? I mean, 25 years ago when I was in Canada, McDonald's had a Lobster roll.
1: They fancy up
0: there. Yeah.
1: Them and their poutine— Poutine. We had a whole poutine episode once.
0: I tell you what, man. <laughs> Canada weird. is freaking... Have you ever been to Canada? I have not. The east coast of Canada is incredible. Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, uh, Prince Edward Island. Oh, I'm sure.
1: It's. I mean, that's, all of that area. It's the
0: place. It's freaking awesome.
1: Isn't British Columbia like awesome?
0: Um, like, incredible. Eh, I went to Vancouver. I've been to Vancouver twice. And I've been to... Um, Oh, what's that island? I don't know, somewhere else. Okay. I, I'm not I wasn't overly impressed. Oh. Vancouver's kind of cool because they got really good food cuz it's like very Asian population. Really? So they have like really good Asian food?
1: That's strange. To it's me. like majority
0: Asian population
1: in Vancouver? Yeah. Wow. And um it's like U of I type <laughs> yeah. population.
0: And so they have really good restaurants and really good Asian food, which is my favorite kind of food. Well, I mean, I guess you can't say Asian food because that's like spanning a huge amount of countries. But, sure. Um, I really like Thai food. It's my favorite. But they had lots of different kinds of Asian food that were all incredible. But um, also there's this gigantic park that's attached just like on the edge of the city. That's really cool. It's like um, cool. a gigantic <laughs> park. I don't know. what to <laughs> say. I mean, like thousands like, and thousands of acres, like tens of thousands. Oh, I don't know about tens of thousands, but... It's huge, yeah. yeah.
1: That's very big. All right, what's 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 left? You got some left? Oh yeah. Or yeah. was there any left?
0: Uh, Star Wars number sixty
1: three. Oh, another Star Wars book. Yep. That's
0: a lot of books. It
1: was a lot of books for a uh, one month ago.
0: I think I might uh, cut back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think you've said that before. I think you said you actually did cut back, and then found out from doing this. Apparently, oh, I didn't. That you have not.
0: The problem is the place that I get my comics from, it's like very primitive website. So it's like difficult to make changes. Yeah. And you just kind of forget about it. And then it's just like I think auto-commit. Graham,
1: Graham Cracker is the same way. It's the
0: same exact website. Oh, is it? Well, or very, very similar.
1: Yeah. The, I don't like Graham Cracker's website on how they set things up either. And I think it's a big enough company now to be able to I think that. that
0: these comic book stores like subscribe to... To that platform like somebody created a platform okay and they all kind of use that same platform to sell comics because well, they all look very similar
1: okay well that's dumb
0: but think of how complicated like the ordering process and subscription process is
1: uh, probably not very i mean everyone else has been very successful at making a website to do that really i mean amazon does it all the time <laughs>
0: Yeah, but you got like...
1: Every other streaming thing does yeah, it all yeah, the time. you're probably right. eBay.
0: I did like... Uh, I, I need to cut back because I just subscribed to two new books. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I started getting a sender. Yeah. And there was another one. I can't remember what it was.
1: What was that? Uh, Lemire, Jeff Lemire? Well, oh,
0: Lazarus Risen. Yeah. And then there was something else. I don't know.
1: Wow. You've got a problem.
0: Yeah. Maybe mm. I should just hold back until I can get my current collection
1: in order. That'd be a good idea at least get it in boxes. Are you gonna like alphabetize it? And yes, everything? that's what I wow. need to do.
0: That's why i can't I don't ever You're read so anything cool. is because I can't find anything right I, and seriously, that is the main reason because like I want to read those Daredevil books. I can't find them,
1: yeah. That's so, the problem. well, you need to start what you need to start doing and what we're doing here on the show is taking them out of the boxes that they that they're well, delivered in.
0: What I should be doing is taking
1: because I think and both, then bag and boarding them I think as all you the Marvel them
0: ones up. have digital copies. Yes, they do. So I have a free digital copy of all these that works right on comicology. Yes, but I'm such an idiot. I don't want to do it because I don't want to take the sticker off. You have to take a sticker off to get the code. You do? Yeah. You got to take that sticker off. Oh. And you I feel like t- that's going to devalue the book.
1: <laughs> it, it would. It would in the grand scheme of things. But I would totally read but every these
0: nonstop book, if I had the digital copy because you can read them on my phone.
1: Right. Oh, man. Well, I guess do? you're in a bit of a predicament. <laughs> so, I don't know. Well, I think we've run over our time, Christopher. <sighs> episode 25 a historic day in the life of snarf talk what
0: did I say for the names oh, first of all there was a, a retrospective that could be one option the gospel according to snarf or it was the gospel the of, gospel of snarf. snarf that's an option
1: yeah a retrospective it was a bit of a retrospective in the beginning yeah for a little bit um now I feel like it should be oatmeal bath
0: oh yeah that's a way better one yeah <laughs> We need to grab people's attention. They don't care about retrospectives.
1: No. And uh, what? Do we, yeah. We'll talk about it after the show. But... The gospel according to oatmeal baths? No. That sounds terrible. <laughs>
0: All right. for Chris Talk, Jerry. I've been Chris. See ya.